Today's podcast is sponsored by First Amendment Comedy Takeover, July 23rd to the 28th. Go to factphilly.com. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Today is Friday. It is June 21st. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Authorities say a huge fire in southwest Philadelphia has been contained to a single refinery. It happened at about 3.20 this morning. At least three explosions. I heard four uh, later in the morning at the refinery were felt in Philadelphia, South Jersey, and Delaware County. So uh, this this fire, they're saying there were explosions there. Crews are on the scene uh, with more arriving uh, Two and a half, three hours into the blaze, it's still burning. Uh, Nick Murphy heard and felt it. Got a text from him just shortly after 4 a.m. So, yeah, it was uh, a lot of people were woken up early this morning. So this picture that's up in the studio, it's one that's all over uh, social media. It looks like the opening of Blade Runner with this huge flame ball coming up and it was caught from multiple angles yeah. and the Preston there's just huge you, you know you it's like looks like a movie special effect yeah, you're absolutely right no evacuations or injuries have been announced so hopefully it stays that way Nick and yeah. I were talking about the evacuations we were kind of surprised but I guess it is in such an isolated area that they're still okay with not having to evacuate anybody right. we, were, we were talking the earlier Preston and I were talking about the fact that you know, whenever you go by that area you always tend to think hmm yeah I wonder what would happen yeah exactly yeah. well this is it yeah. I mean because there's just <clears throat> you see all those tanks and pipes, and yeah, that, and you wonder yeah. how if there was something like this, how the whole thing wouldn't go up, you know? Right, right. It, I, I know there's a whole series of sort of domino fail safes that sure. kick in, but yeah. still, that's a. An, a an incredible thing to consider. Well, and there's kind of like, so there, there's like a, a tower with a flame that is normally there, and they were showing that this morning, and then over to the right of that uh, is where this refinery is, and they, they're saying that it is contained to just the one okay. refinery. All right. uh, no word on what exploded or what is currently burning. Uh, there are light winds right now, but uh, by 10, 11 o'clock this morning, uh, they're saying that, the meteorologists are saying that we could see up to 20 mile per hour gusts of wind, so that could affect some of the smoke coming from the fire. Uh, that would be blown towards the Navy Yard and across the river to Brooklawn, so uh, you may want to keep your windows closed. They're advising at your home or in your car. No delays or cancellations at the airport are being reported, but you may want to leave a little bit early, leave some extra time to get there because of the road closures in the area. Mm. Too bad it wasn't a blue emu factory, because that doesn't stink. It doesn't stink at all, and it's great if you're a senior check into it. Mm -hmm. One man is in custody accused of murdering his grandmother and her four-year-old grandson. The Burlington County Prosecutor's Office confirms two victims were dead inside the home on East Brook Lane in Willingboro, New Jersey. According to sources, a four-year-old boy and his grandmother were stabbed to death on Thursday. And I'm sorry, I don't know if it was his grandmother. They're just saying of a grandmother. Uh, The alleged suspect then streamed his getaway live on Facebook. As sirens could be heard in the background with police in pursuit, he says, cops on me and obviously using a lot of obscenity. The sound of screaming, uh, screeching tires could also be heard as he was driving recklessly through the streets of Camden. Uh, Seatbelt off. I love y'all, he says moments before crashing into a utility pole and taken into police custody. A domestic dispute between the boy's mother and her ex-boyfriend is believed to have led to the stabbings. The mother was able to escape. How could you be so bereft of any humanity? And it's happened a couple of times where people Facebook as if they're part of some crazy oh, yeah. YouTube video. Seriously. After committing murder. Mm-hmm. Awful. Authorities have 
have not yet identified the suspect or the victim. Sources say that the suspect will be charged with a double murder. Apple says that they're voluntarily recalling a limited number of older generation 15-inch MacBook Pro units, which contain a battery that may overheat and pose a safety risk. Uh, The units were sold between September 2015 and February 2017 and can be identified by their product serial number. Customer safety is always Apple's top priority, and we have voluntarily decided to replace the affected batteries free of charge. They're basically saying that they can catch on fire. So I was cooking s'mores over my laptop. <laughs> no, I, no, I, I need think to check. it might be one of them. Probably. I need to check on mine. Mine might be in that range, and it will get really, really hot, really hot. out of mm-hmm. nowhere. I mean, it's not like it was sitting on something obstructing the the uh, the flowing air. Oh, I know exactly what like you're that. talking about. Like, Why is it doing this right now? You know, and you'll be sitting there, and you'll be. Going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. What? yeah, and the fan starts yeah, up. Yeah. So, in order to check the eligibility, first figure out which 15-inch MacBook Pro you have. You can uh, choose about this Mac on your Apple menu in the upper left corner of your screen. You confirm your model is a MacBook Pro Retina 15-inch mid 2015. If you have that model, you enter your computer serial number on Apple's recall page. If your MacBook Pro is eligible, please stop using it. They're saying right away, and you follow the instructions on the website. The recall does not affect any other 15-inch MacBook Pro <laughs> unit. Or other Mac uh, notebooks. And basically all they're doing is replacing the battery. So you're not getting a new computer. It's always the battery, isn't it? (laughs) All right, in sports this morning. Ball sacks are yummy. The Phillies wrapped up their series in Washington last night with a loss. Anthony Rendon and Victor Robles both hit home runs in a four-run sixth inning, and the Nationals beat the Phillies 7-4 to complete a sweep of their rain-shortened series. The Phillies are back home tonight as they open up a weekend series against the Miami Marlins. Aaron Nola will get the start in game time. is at 7.05. The Tampa Bay Rays have received permission from the MLB to explore a plan in which they would play early season home games in the Tampa Bay area and the remainder of the year in Montreal. Yeah! The Rays have embraced the two-city solution as the most feasible way of saving baseball in the Tampa Bay area after years of failed attempts to build a new stadium in the region. Under the plan, the Rays would play in new stadiums in both the Tampa Bay area and Montreal, although the number of home games in each city uh, would receive has not yet been determined. At the NBA draft, the Sixers picked Matisse Thibault with the 20th overall pick. For the second time in three years, the Sixers have acquired a player from the University of Washington. The team traded for the rights to to defensive-minded Thibault in a deal with the Boston Celtics. The Sixers traded picks numbers 24 and 33 to Boston for the rights to draft Thibault at 20. The 22-year-old is a two-time Pac-12 Defensive Player of the Year. And at the World Cup, the U.S. women's team beat Team Sweden 2-0. The elimination round of 16 begins next week against Spain. And that's what I have for you this morning. Yay! Yeah. It's just so exciting. It is. So thank you very much, Kathy. Hey, it is exciting to be here on a Friday morning. That's wonderful. Uh, we'll give away our Word of the Week prize today. It's Casey's Favorite Things. So we will do that later on this morning at the end of the program. Uh, we have another thing involving Casey. It is uh, the Irish pub stopping by today. Oh, Tell I know us what about that, Casey. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> Solo for a minute. Thank you. No, it's the uh, the MMR Rock and Rollers. Uh, the he's very emotional. I know he's a little caught up in it all. I'll, I'll handle the details. 2019 Ben to Shore, which is coming up July 28th. So they're going to be promoting that. And who knows? Maybe they'll bring in their chicken thumbs. You know, oh, those yeah. really big thick chicken thingies they bring in. So excellent. Those guys are stopping in today. We also have comedian Becky Robinson. 
who's going to be appearing at Helium Comedy Club, and she will be in this morning to hang out with us. And I'm looking at a stack of stuff to give away. I think we need to... I think there's a lot of things that we need to unload. So we'll All right. Get, we'll get to that in short order this morning. So hang in there. We're going to get you out. There's, there's going to be, if you drive through Center City, especially southwest Philadelphia, you're going to have some issues because of this fire. Sure, yeah. Uh, the explosion at the uh, Sunoco uh, refinery. Uh, so Kathy will stay on top of that and where you need to go and all that stuff. We'll check in regularly. So just hang in. It may be a long drive in today, depending on where you need to be. Uh, but we'll take a break. We'll come back in a second. I'll have an entertainment report. I have a whole lot of stories to get to there and a whole ton of birthdays today, too. Really? So, yeah, we'll zip through those and we'll give some stuff away. Coming back in a moment. Hang with us today, all right? Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Steven Singer's Ready for Love Diamond Engagement Rings are ready to go. <laughs> Whether your budget's $500 or $5,000, Steven has the perfect ring for you at the perfect price. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I have a lot to get to, uh, but I don't care. I'm, I'm going to break protocol uh, because it's become a tradition on Fridays, and we can't go forward without oh. it. Uh, Casey has made it here, by the way. Yes, so yeah. We're texting him, and we're worried about you. But he had to catch that Snoko fire. He had, he did, yeah. and somebody's got to do that. Yeah. Uh, but we we have to have our Friday song. Yeah. Uh, so do you mind if we play it? No, it's a, I it's would a little it. ditty. It's a short one. It's less than a minute long. And for those of you who wake up later than you know six ten a.m. On a Friday, you may have never heard this before. Well, so we can play. Welcome to our earliest song. All right, so this is. Uh, I'm going to play this, and then we can go about our Friday. Yeah. Right? We all good? Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah here we go. go. There you go. By the way, yes. uh, somebody emailed me about the origin of that sound yes. effect, and I got it. We did, got you, it. did you read it? Yes. Okay. All right. So, yeah, it, it came from uh, the, the <laughs> uh, when you played the corn sound effect one time. This is from Harry Wood, by the way. It's his right. real name. He's, he's the longtime listener of the show. Uh, I said it, it sounded like the Tasmanian devil, and so we you added the at yes. the end of it. And, yeah, because it was dad, dad, yeah, yeah. and it was born. Yes. So there you go. We have the origin. <laughs> we have the Friday song. We're all good. What? And the origin of the Friday song, real quick, is from this little thing called Making Music yeah. that yeah. I used to bring my kids to once a week, and it's a really, really fun thing that uh, originated in Delco. I don't know if it's only in Delco anymore, but if you've got little kids and you're looking for the little activities to do, you know, on a weekly basis, check into making making music. Very good. All right, so stupid question this morning. Giving away a, ticket, a pair of tickets to Longwood Gardens. Question I have for you this morning. On most keyboards, what sign is above the number five? Two one five two six three wmmr So your numbers also have another, you know, if you hit shift, it can be something else. Uh, what do most keyboards have on uh, above the number five? Two one five two six three WMMR. Call right now. I have a lot of birthdays today, so case don't worry about the musical accompaniments here. Uh, well, okay. Well, if you come want on, to, man. Oh, 
Uh, Brandon Flowers of the Killers is 38 years old today. By the way, today is Friday, June 21st. Just cited this song as one of the inspirational songs for me. You were talking about the Tom Petty song, Won't Back Down. Yeah. This song does it for me. Very good. Mike Einzinger of Incubus is celebrating. He's the guitarist, by the way. He celebrates his 43rd birthday today. No music for him, too? Well, no, no, no. I just, I love that song from uh, The Killers. <laughs> the Killers, yeah, great. That's the only one it. you want to do. Yeah, yeah. Do but I feel like Mike Einziger, too. All right. Uh, Joey Kramer, drummer of Aerosmith, celebrates his 69th birthday today. 69. How old is uh, Steven Tyler? Is he over 70 yet? Oh. I would think he is. All right. But uh, let's just say yes. But I don't know. Doesn't look good. <laughs> right. over so, uh, Joey Kramer is 69 today. Uh, Chris Pratt, it is a big birthday for him. He turns 40 years old today. The newlywed. The big 4-0. And uh, he just keeps chugging along. I, honestly, who could play Star-Lord? Uh, nobody. Him. Nope, he's, he's perfect. just perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesse Smollett, ah. the uh, actor from Empire who's involved in all that controversy in Chicago that he faked uh, the attack and everything. He's 37 years old today. And then a duo celebrates a birthday. They were both here in our studio together, mm-hmm. Meredith Baxter and Michael Gross, both celebrating their birthday. What a fun day that was when the ex- they were both in, wasn't it? Yeah, yep. their exact same birthday, right? Exact same birthday. Yep. They're both yep. 72 years old today, Elise and Stephen Keaton, who they played on Family Ties. Uh, and they were both very lovely. They and really enjoyed having them here. They playfully fight like a real married couple. Yes, yeah. Yeah. they absolutely do. What is it? la la la. That's what you sing right as they blow out the candles. So, <laughs> 72 today. Then you have uh, Burke Brevid. Is that how you say his name? He's oh, the... Berkeley. What's that? Berkeley Breathed. Berkeley Breathe? Yeah. Okay, Burke Breathe. Uh, uh, he created Bloom County? Yes. Yeah, I love that uh, strip. Absolutely. Always love that strip, yeah. He's uh, 62 years old today. Uh, Steve Bernie Capel. Oh, the great uh, doctor. Yeah, Dr. Adam Bricker. Adam Bricker. On The Love Boat. And he was also uh, Siegfried on Get Smart. Do you remember him, Preston? I do remember that. There yeah. is no fight. Mm-hmm. All right, so was he really, he wasn't um, for the time, he wasn't a hunk, but he. He no. was a bit of a heartthrob. A heartthrob. On, on, so was, believe it or not, Gavin McLeod from he, uh, Captain's Tubing. He, he's a fairly average looking guy, but he was a doctor. And yeah. a doctor automatically makes you attractive in the 1970s. Also, okay. Preston, yeah. as we've now known from watching, I watch Love Boat every Sunday on MeTV. It was actually the rape boat. Because the entire crew of the Pacific Princess spent all their time molesting the passengers. <laughs> I mean, I kid you not. And in fact, he was the one who was banging the most of them. Yep, Bernie Capel, 86 years old today. Uh, Juliette Lewis, the actress, and uh, she's a, a musician as she well. She is, yeah. So she was uh, in our studio to promote her band several years ago. You know, she's really good in Starsky and Hutch as the uh, sort of the gun mall to uh, yep. Vince Vaughn. Yep, she's 46 today. It's Prince William's birthday oh! today. The heir to the British throne, son of Prince Charles and late Princess Diana, celebrates his uh, 37th birthday 37 today. years old. That is correct, yes. Uh, and I do have some uh, royal news coming up in a bit, so we'll save some of that in a little while. Uh, we also have uh, Joe Flaherty, who was oh, on SCTV. One of my absolute favorite of all time. He played uh, Count Floyd, <laughs> Guy Caballero, and Sammy Maud- uh, Maudlin, uh, to name a few characters. 
Uh, but he's been in loads of movies and had little is bit roles here and there. Back to the Future Two at the end with the uh, the telegram that comes from the past. Oh my he's the God, guy that, I don't remember. Yeah. He's the I think he's the one that delivers it to Marty. The Doc is still alive in the old West after Doc gets zapped in the uh, while Maybe. he's flying. Yeah, I think that's him. He used to do 3D theater on SCTV, and he you know. And he'd go, ooh, he put on the glass, scary kids, huh? And he'd move in back yeah. and forth, and that was his whole thing. But it was uh, one of the genius writers of SCTV. He's 78 today. Uh, Lana Wachowski, who is one of the Wachowski twins, formerly known as Larry before transitioning to female, uh, brought us the Matrix series. Haven't both, both of them have yep. transitioned? That is correct, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Lana is celebrating her 54th birthday today. It's a crazy world, isn't it, Preston? It is crazy. And then the last birthday I saved, a buddy of ours, it's Jim Brewer's birthday. Jim Brewer is celebrating his 52nd birthday. And uh, we had him in not that long ago. He's going great guns. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, uh, he's doing some... Regular gigs in Atlantic City, if you recall. He's yep. uh, sort of a every now and then. quasi-residency. It's a quasi-residency, yeah, yeah. yeah, like he's doing returning gigs. Right, there. right, right. So, uh, happy birthday to our buddy, Jim Brewer. Is today, today uh, summer? Yes, yes. It is. Today is the officially... 11.56. That's 54, officially 54.56, I think. Okay. Yeah. It's the longest day of the year. We'll get more sunshine today, more daylight, I should say, today uh, than we do on any other day of the year. When summer comes into town, it should it should feel to you like that scene in Terminator 2 when Linda Hamilton's watching the city yeah. get incinerated. Yes. That's the way it should. So you know that it's summer. Yeah. So uh, happy birthday to everybody and the first day of summer. Happy first day of summer to you. All right. Let's see if we can get an answer to this question. Uh, on most keyboards, what sign is above the number 5? 215-263-WMMR is the number. And we're going to go to Fred for the answer. Hey, Fred. Good morning, everybody. Hey, bud. Uh, so what sign is usually above the number 5 on a keyboard? I'm going to say it's the percentage sign. That's correct. Hey. Hang on, Fred. For Fred, we have a pair of Longwood Gardens tickets from uh, Morning's First Blush to a rainbow every evening. Summer's colors uh-huh. await at Longwood Gardens. Taking fountains, concerts, and acres of flowers all season long. Tickets are available at longwoodgardens.org, by the way. Let's start with this. Jamila Jamil. You know how I'm always going on. Come on, the, on. But uh, And by the Jamil. way, we get in early, so yeah. I get an extra hour of Jamila Jamil. I'm yeah. sorry. I'd never I just tune you out anymore. Well, anyhow, uh, Jamila is once again calling celebs to task for questionable social social media uh, promos. Uh, the Good Place star's latest target is Amber Rose, who's pregnant and promoting a product called Flat Tummy that critics say is basically a glorified laxative. This is pretty ridiculous. Flat Tummy, it seems, is targeting pregnant women. Which, as Jamil points out, seems like kind of a contradiction. Rose, in her pitch, claims that it's made to help those with bloated, nauseous, blah-feeling days and adds that it's not a detox tea. Uh, Jamil wrote on social media, flat tummy products for pregnant women. Is this FDA approved? Are we effing kidding? And then tag the FDA for good measure. Now, on the label, the tea says that it's for pregnant women. But as one social media user pointed out, I was curious about the ingredients, which I couldn't find. But look at the very bottom. It says, please do not use the products available on the site when pregnant or breastfeeding. But it says on the box? It says it's for pregnant women. What? I don't know if it's... Yeah, on the label it says the T says... That pregnant. seems to be a contradiction. It's slightly Actually, right on the website itself. Uh, Jamil followed it up writing, so many women with such big platforms promoting such irresponsible FS that it blows my mind. 
Uh, other followers of Rose pointed out that bloating is called a baby. <laughs> so, Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say. You can't yeah. flatten that you're stomach when you're avoid, pregnant. You're not going to avoid that, no matter what. So uh, she's calling her out on it. Kensington Palace confirms the long-rumored reports that uh, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry have left the Royal Foundation, which Harry and Prince William started a decade ago, and Kate Middleton and Meghan joined after marrying them. Kensington Palace released a statement saying the Royal Foundation of the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge and the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. We are Alty 5000. Has today announced the conclusions of a review into its structure and how it will best support the Royal Highnesses with future charitable activity. Throwing all of our efforts into the Catalina wine mixer. Uh, later this year, <laughs> the foundation will become the principal charitable and philanthropic vehicle for Kate and William. And Megan and Harry will establish their own endeavor with initial operation support from the foundation. And some people see this as that quote-unquote feud thing. Feud, the rift, whatever, or whatever the hell it is. Hey, are they in uh, Frogmore yet? Uh, as far as I know, right? yeah. I think so. That's their residence Frogmooring right? out over there. Uh, the palace said both couples will continue to work together on projects in the future, including the foundation's mental health program, Heads Together. Your group is stupid. So they, uh, they're they splitting in that regard, but uh, they're going to work together. Hey, that's extra, extra organizations, extra charitable recipients. Yeah. It's all good. It is all good. A key piece of evidence is missing in the case against Kevin Spacey. What? Yeah, this, is, this does sound... This actually does sound kind of interesting. His accuser, mother, and their attorney say that they can't find the cell phone that the accuser used on the night of the alleged assault leading many... (laughs) You done? It's the only two I have in that cycle. Unless you present an award, then I'm good to go. Okay, let me see if I can find one in here. Leading many to wonder whether Spacey will manage to get the case thrown out as he and his legal team have been trying to do uh, for some months. That's oh. some award-winning detective work. Yeah. There you go. Accepting for the Kevin Spacey Lost Evidence, Detective Schlimmitz. No, it's uh, the accuser's attorney, Mitchell Garabedian. That was close. Uh, anyhow, told the court that the cell phone used by the then 18-year-old on the night of the alleged assault in July 2016 said that the young man and his parents have, quote, searched all the places where such a phone may have been stored, and they have not found the phone. Earlier earlier this month, the judge told them that they had to have the phone by today, but he's extending that deadline to July 8th. If they cannot produce the phone, the man or his parents will have to appear in court to discuss options. Listen, since the... Beginning of this particular case, there have been issues that um, sort of punch holes in the plaintiff's credibility. There there are certainly a lot of people who've come out against Kevin Spacey and say that this stuff is in line. But this, I think this case might break in Kevin Spacey's direction. It might. Direction. If, you, if you think about it, yeah. this, would, this could lend people on a jury to think, hey... This guy must have just made up this, uh, yeah. this yeah. cell phone business, yeah. and now he's being. He was hoping that maybe Spacey might cave, do a settle, yeah, and he's not. Now they got to bring it, and oops, it's yeah. gone. Yeah. yeah. So, I, but whether that's the case or not, I have no idea. Does it indicate whether or not um, the accuser's family has said a prayer to Saint Anthony yet to help mm-hmm. find them? No, uh, they have the not. Okay. Saint Anthony is the patron saint of lost things. Actually, helped me find a box turtle one time. Yeah. Wow. Whenever really? I lose something, I make sure I don't. Don't tell my mom because she always says. Did you say a prayer to Saint Anthony? Yep. (laughs) Spacey's lawyer, by the way, Alan Jackson, has called the accusation uh, patently false. 
and claims the accuser tampered with the cell phone, deleting certain messages before handing over to authorities in 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, Garabidian says that the father does not recall getting the phone back from authorities, who in turn claimed they turned it over to him. So something's going on. We'll see. Uh, Spider-Man star Tom Holland loves all creatures except, ironically, spiders. <laughs> what the hell? He tells Elle magazine, you know, spiders are the one thing that creeps me out. Uh, every on-camera interview I go on, they're always like, will you hold this spider? And I will, but I don't like it, he says. Uh, a liar. The 23-year-old is promoting Spider-Man Far From Home, and Holland sat down with L2 Talk Family, Relationships, and Zendaya. Uh, Holland explains that really he's a homebody and seeks out of family-like atmosphere, or he seeks out family-like atmospheres even at work. He said, my mom or dad would cook every night and everyone would have uh, to tell stories. So when I'm on a chat show, it kind of feels like I'm at a family dinner, which is quite nice. Hey, does he actually swing through the cities? On no. webs? He doesn't. No. Uh, he, was spot- he was spotted by scouts at a dance class and probably would never have stumbled into Hollywood otherwise. Like, it wasn't his thing. Acting wasn't. Uh, he said, this whole thing just kind of fell into our laps. I, I come from the most unchild actor household possible. Well, he's such a natural actor. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's crazy. I always thought he was a singer. No, no she, she was, was a dancer. dancer. Oh, my God! <laughs> mm-hmm. right. We need one that says he. Uh, this whole thing just kind of fell into our laps, as I said. And while he's good friends with his co-star Zendaya, he insists that they're nothing more despite the persistent rumors. He's not romantically involved with anyone at the moment, but is definitely a relationship person. He said, I'm not feeling, uh, I'm not the fleeting type at all. Uh, it's not my way of life. In other Spider-Man news, there's a new comic in the works. Uh, Star Wars Force Awakens Rise of Skywalker director J.J. Abrams is partnering with his 20-year-old son, Henry, and Miles Morales co-creator, Sarah Pichelli, to tell a new tale of the web-slinger and Mary Jane Watson. It's called Spider-Man Far From Home. No, I'm sorry. I'm not sure what it's going to be called. But Spider-Man Far From Home is going to be coming out on July 2nd. Wendy Williams has had a rough year. It's been very tough. (laughs) And frankly, it's been a lot to deal with. Yes, yes. She's so delicate. I know. Uh, not only did but she... I'm doing great, and I'm a fabulous. Not only did she take a hiatus from her show and spent time in a sober facility in Queens after admitting that she was struggling on her journey to sobriety. I'm on a journey of self-discovery. Uh, but she, she almost sounds like the lion from The Wizard of Oz. Put him up. Put him up. Put him up. But she... <laughs> She filed for divorce from her husband and manager of 20-plus years, Kevin Hunter. We know all this stuff. Uh, she was put promo- up. Uh, let's see. Now she's <laughs> now that she's on her own, uh, sources tell Us Weekly that she's having challenges staying on the straight and narrow. A source tells Us Weekly exclusively, Wendy's not in a good place. Friends close to her are worried she's spiraling out of control. Uh, she has also been spotted out with a 27-year-old convicted felon named Mark Tomlin, whom their mutual friend Black China introduced her to. Well, if you're going to get dating advice, get it from Black China. Uh, when asked if she was in a relationship, she told TMZ it was, quote, no strings attached fun. We're just having fun. <laughs> That's all she's doing, yes. Put him up. Well, this is uh, the biggest gamble a network has made on a new reality show in years. Starting July 9th, CBS will air a U.S. version of the sexy British dating sensation Love Island. Yeah. That will run a whopping five nights a week. 
Uh, the goal is nothing less than to create an inescapable pop culture sensation just like its overseas counterpart. This so I I watch the updates on this show on the website The Sun, which is a British based sort of tabloid newsy uh, paper, and uh, it is all the rage over there. But this seems to be a show that is really focused on on sex, banging, yeah, like da- all the time. The executive producer David Eilenberg, who also did Hell's Kitchen and Shark Tank, uh, said we want to feel like the World Cup of reality TV. Um, and Love Island plays a bit like Big Brother crossed with Temptation Island, yet it's more addictive. That uh, description makes it sound. And the show begins with roughly five single guys and women, dubbed Islanders. They're dropped into a tropical Fiji villa. Uh, these singles are paired up in a selection ceremony. And I watched a little bit of one of the selection ceremonies. It's literally like a guy walks out and five girls, and, and they go, okay. Which one of you guys like him? Yeah. And they step forward, and then he go. Then they go. Which one of you? Uh, which one of these girls do you like? And then he picks one, and they pair up. Do you know what this is? This is Intercourse Island. As uh, remember, an, yeah. an Anchorman. Oh yes. my god! Yeah. 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 Uh, so the the newly formed couples compete together in body games and challenges, and sleep in the same bed. Their overall goal is to remain part of a committed couple as tempting new singles are gradually added to the villa. Islanders are given opportunities to break up and change partners, and fans vote out couples who aren't considered worthy. This is sort of sort of like there was a show a while ago called Temptation Island. Yep, yep. Uh, that was a little more tamped down. This seems to be, um, if they do it the way it's done in, uh, in England, it's going to be done completely for the sex aspect. So there are twists in this as well. If The Bachelor is like a dating show version of Cinderella, then Love Island is direct from the age of Tinder. Partners are routinely, quickly selected and then agonizingly discarded. Except on Love Island, there's no such thing as ghosting as everybody is trapped together for weeks on end. So I don't think we're going to get as much of the I love her thing. I love you. Yeah. I banged you. That's going to be more that. I banged you. Yeah. I think what happens, Preston, finally, there's a little bit of Hunger Games in this, too, because at the end they start cutting back on food and they end up killing each other. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's worth watching. Uh, news that CBS was creating U.S. version last year was initially met with some skepticism among fans. The original series is more visually and sexually explicit than what's seen in shows in the U.S., Yet, uh, Eilenberg, the executive producer, says the idea is to stay as faithful as possible to a proven formula. So they're going to push the boundaries sex-wise and language-wise a bit. I have to imagine that at least initially there's going to be a heavy tune-in factor. Listen, when we were in the U.K., I watched that show. I forgot what it was called, where they bring the naked people in the boxes. And they they raise the box up a little bit. You know, you just go up to the knees. And then eventually they they end up slowly becoming full frontal (laughs) naked. (laughs) It was hilarious. I, Shell and I were just like, we couldn't stop watching it. How could you TV? not? It was, yeah. it was on broadcast television. Now, it was after, you know, 10 o'clock. Right. But, I mean, full frontal nudity and all types transitioning. People yeah. who were in the middle of transitions, people who were, uh, you know, a different gender. And, and it was it was so <laughs> outrageously over the top. I loved it. There's a show called Sun, Sex, and Suspicious Parents that it's a British TV show. And basically these kids go on spring break someplace nice. <laughs> okay. And they end up banging and they get drunk and they have a film crew watching. Uh, the, the kids do this and then they bring in the film crew so that the parents can see what's going on. It's fantastic television. Oh, okay. It's among the worst TV you'll ever see, but it's so compelling you get completely sucked into see, it. See, that is the inherent issue with a lot of the reality television is that they don't if they they 
flirt at going for it. Yeah. Right. So if you really want to be compelling on that level, you have to be this level. Yeah. yeah. You have to, here are my balls. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. uh, and, and, and then then you're going to watch. And, and unfortunately, we're we're a little more uptight as a society than, than the right. Brits are, and, and we don't get away with that. However, in their broadcast chunk, like their 8 to 10 or whatever would be our regular, a more conservative. they're a little bit more conservative. But after On that... On radio, definitely we yeah. found out, because we had... Uh, we had uh, the uh, the disc jockey, the the, the main rock yeah. jock in Britain on, and he's like, "Man, we can't get away with half of what you guys say." So, <laughs> right. yeah, it's it's give and take a little bit, but it'd be a trade off to see uh, you know uh, uh, Vag after ten o'clock on this. This was an interesting story that came down yesterday. The former and there there is a, an entertainment tie to this. <laughs> The former leader of a purported self-help group, and we followed this story for a long time, was convicted Wednesday of federal conspiracy and racketeering charges that centered on lurid details of what prosecutors called the secret society of sex slaves within a community of followers in upstate New York. We're talking about the Nexium cult. Now, a jury took less than five hours to find Keith Rainier guilty on all counts of sex trafficking and other charges accusing him of coercing women into unwanted sex using systematic shame and humiliation. They... they just literally brutalized these women, even going so far as branding them. Yeah, Rainier listened attentively but showed no reaction as he learned the verdict. His lawyer, Mark Agnafillo, uh, said Rainier plans to appeal. He said Keith maintains his innocence. It is a very sad day for him. Uh, his sentencing is set for the 25th of September. Uh, he once had an international following, a foothold in Hollywood with his help, uh, self-help group called Nexium that was deemed a cult by critics. His adherents included TV actress Allison Mack, best known for her role as a friend of a young Superman in the series Smallville, a Seagram's liquor fortune heiress, Claire yeah. Bronfen, I mean, I mean, like a billionaire, yes, and a daughter of TV actress uh, Catherine Oxenberg of Dynasty fame. And Oxenberg said this is a very frightening group. Uh, after the verdict, uh, of course, she said her daughter India left uh, Nexium after her mother became an outspoken critic of it. Prosecutors told the jurors that Rainier, a man known as Vanguard and revered as, quote, the smartest man in the world among some followers, was actually a creepy con man who barely got passing grades in college. Yeah, I cannot wait to see when they finally do the definitive story on this. Actually, a couple of companies have announced uh, documentaries because this is as lurid as it gets. But the fact that you have people like Allison Mack played, um, you know, the, the super sweet character on Smallville. And she was suckered. And not only that, she was, they said she was the one who was sort of uh, in charge of the branding program. Among the more damning allegations against him were that some women were branded with the, with his initials uh, and that he started having sex with one of his followers starting at age 15. Mm-hmm. Prosecutor said that he took a series of nude photos of the team that were shown at trial one by one to the eight women and four men who compromised the jury. Uh, now, an investigation discovery, the, the program, uh, said Thursday that it is set to air a two-hour special called The Lost Women of Nexium a day after Keith Rainier was found guilty of sex trafficking. The show will explore what happened uh, to four women uh, who were members of Nexium and either vanished or died in mysterious circumstances. Do they say when it's going to air? No, not in this story. So just keep an eye out for that. That's Investigation Discovery. I love that channel. Pixar and Disney are revving their engines for this weekend's Toy Story 4 bow. It opens today. They hope to see the film debut at $150 million to $200 million in North America alone. I think that's reasonable. Toy Story 3 crossed the $1 billion mark nine years ago. And, of course, there's a gazillion stars in it. And I'll get to a clip with them in a little while. And Disney has also unveiled uh, a movie called Soul as its upcoming uh, original Pixar film. 
which is set to debut June 19th, 2020. Uh, Soul will be the second Pixar film out next year after Onward, which opens on March 6th. And Oscar winner Pete Docter, who brought us up and inside out, is directing. I think Pete's been here in our he has, studio and he's before. Awesome. A super nice guy. He's Absolutely. that tall guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He yeah. basically credits us with right. all the good that's happened in his career. All the time. After and he I came in. I think he owes it to us to be on the show again. So, yeah. Uh, but that'll, that'll be coming out next year. Uh, after winning $2.4 million, Jeopardy! champ James Holzauer is giving back. He donated, and there's got to be a reason behind this, $1,109.14 to Alex Trebek and the other survivors for the 2019 Naperville Pancreatic Cancer Research Walk in Naperville, Illinois. His bets are always based, or at least often based, on dates that have importance to him. Yeah, $1,000. One hundred and nine and fourteen cents. So is that the date that his daughter was born? Don't know. They they didn't indicate it at all. But like I said, there's there's got to be a reason behind it for some unknown reason. I don't know why. Uh, and then one other story: Jeff Goldblum confesses at Con Thursday that he has never played a video game in his life. I mean, never, ever, ever. He said, I believe it. He said, I know nothing about gaming, even though I've been the voices for, he said, what was it called? Call of Duty, Black Ops, I think. <laughs> and, of course, there was a bit of a guffaw from the crowd because, obviously, it was a huge game title. He said, we were killing zombies, I think. And he said, Jurassic Park, I did that thing where I play my character in Malcolm. And so I'm involved in that. But, yeah, I've never, in fact, played a video game in my life. That's a big, that would be a huge get for us. Jeff Goldblum in the studio for an extended interview because yeah. he is just, now he has re- reached that super cool status. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I want to talk about the movies that are opening this weekend. Where'd Casey go? Do you think he had to make a boom boom? Uh, I, I'm not really sure. There's a lot of things that are off about him today. So is it even Casey? It might not be Casey. <laughs> did, it, did we check? Maybe it's no, the hair. We usually take a urine specimen every morning. So we usually have a little. Song that we play, Marissa. I don't know if you can find that or not. It's the uh, 20th Century Fox with the uh, with the recorder. Yeah, maybe it's under. I don't know what, it, what it's a, even labeled. I'll, under. I'll be unmet. This. I'm a little scared. We uh, have kazoo's. Uh, you could do that, Kath. You're a master of it, Kathy. Yeah. Play it. Play it for us. I got mine, Kath. All right, I have my. Eggs. You know how it goes. Yeah. All right, I'll give you the root. Okay, ready? Wait, hold on. Ray, two, three, four. Sensational. A little lightheaded. You know what I realized? Oh, we have, have a recorder. recorder. I have a recorder right here. <laughs> you want to do it again? I don't feel good, guys. Movies opening this weekend mm-hmm. include Child's Play. Oh, the new Child's Play with uh, uh, Mark Hamill. Does Mark Hamill do the voice? He does. Oh, yes. Okay. It's a horror film directed by Lars Klevberg. Uh, it stars Aubrey Plaza, Brian Tyree Henry. We don't need this. Uh, Gabrielle Bateman, Mark Hamill, and Tim Matheson is in it, too. I didn't know he was in that. Mm. 
Mm. Uh, it's about a it's a reimagining of the 1988 classic. Karen gives her son Andy a booty doll, which turns out to have a sinister nature that puts them both in danger. Is Ra- it just an ass? Rated R? No, not booty. Booty. Oh, B U D D I. Uh, it's an hour and thirty minutes long, and there's no score from uh, Rotten Tomatoes as of yet. Which other, is always a good sign. Other movie opening is Anna. It's a thriller uh, directed by Luke Besson. Stars Sasha Lust, Luke Evans, Cillian Murphy, and Helen Mirren. It's about a woman who learns to unleash her strength in order to become the most powerful assassin in the world. And it's rated R, hour and 58 minutes long. There's no score on that one either. So Luke Besson has done all sorts of movies exactly like this, where some woman gets super enhanced and becomes a killing machine. He didn't do Hannah, did he? No, but right. it's it's similar. So he did. I was it Salt, or he did the one with um, with Scarlett Johansson, Lucy, Lucy, and then right. he did uh, he did Ricky and Ethel in the trilogy. No, but did he do the professional or he did the professional? Okay, yeah, I thought yeah. so. uh, no Fred, no Fred. No, oh, wow. that would have been ridiculous. Yeah. All right, <laughs> last story over. Last movie opening is Toy Story Four. I'm gonna have a clip coming up in just a moment. Obviously, you know it's an adventure family film directed by Josh Cooley. And you know the names. Tom Hanks, Tim Allen, John Q- Joan Cusack, Annie Potts, Jordan Peele, Keegan-Michael Key, Keanu Reeves, Chris- Christina Hendricks, Tony Hale, Jody Benson, uh, and Wallace Shawn and others. The gang heads out on a road trip with Bonnie and a new toy named Forky. <laughs> but the adventure takes a turn when Woody takes a detour and ends up reuniting with his long-lost friend, Little Bo Peep. I'll be curious to see what you guys think of it because I I, I loved it. Kathy loved it. Casey did it as well, and it, it's different than Toy Story three. And it's really interesting so, to me to see how they reinvent this story all the time. Is it like a road picture? It's it's an adventure. Yeah, it, you know, there there's it's really sort of a caper, and you try and figure out what's going on with Woody and Forky, and uh, it's it's a Tom Hanks movie more than any of the other characters. I'm expecting nothing more than to absolutely love it. Yeah, they don't make know? these unless there's you know. That's why they waited nine years. Yeah. 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 It's an hour and 40 minutes long, and it has a 98% score so far at Rotten Tomatoes. Let's get to the clips, shall we? We'll start with this one. If comedy wouldn't have worked out for him, Gabriel Iglesias would have been a teacher. Mr. Iglesias is a show. uh, I'm sorry, shows what it would have been like if Fluffy followed that path. That's his alter ego stand-up character. Yeah. Okay. In this clip, Gabriel recalls a teaching experience that he had when he was younger. Here we go. So actually, I had taken a course in high school called Exploratory Teaching, and they would take us to elementary schools to teach little kids. I wasn't very good at the uh, lesson planning, but the teacher told me that I was going to be a really good teacher because I was the only one who could get their attention. And she said, if you can get their attention, you can teach them. I don't <laughs> give a f- uh, Mr. Glacius is streaming now on Netflix, by the way. Uh, let's get to the next clip. Toy Story 4 introduces us to the homemade toy named Forky, trying to understand his place in the world. And here, Tim Allen talks about the similarities this new character shares with his. His matter-of-factness reminds me a little bit of Buzz because he's innocent. So innocent, but he's got a personality tick that he thinks he's trash. Because he's literally made of trash out of a wastebasket. So that's where he constantly wants to return to. And his point of view is so fresh for this because he's a throwaway. You should be medicated. 
Uh, Toy Story 4 is in theaters nationwide today. So mm-hmm. Exciting stuff. It's going to be a good one at the box office this weekend. And that is what I have in the entertainment report this morning. We are going to have on the program today comedian uh, Becky Robinson. She's going to be performing at Helium Comedy Club tonight and through the weekend. Irish Pub is stopping in. We'll do some giveaways with that. We have a stack of things that are sitting here that need to be given away. At some point, we got to make sure that we do a prize blowout of sorts. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in just a moment, and uh, hopefully we're going to have a wonderful Friday together. We're going to work on it to make sure that that happens for you. Stay with us. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. So this explosion at the uh, Sunoco uh, refinery in southwest Philly is, um, you know, dominating in the news right now. It, was, it happened overnight in the early morning hours, 4 a.m.-ish, a little bit before that, actually. And uh, I, the good news is, and that doesn't mean things won't change, but I haven't heard anything about anybody being hurt or killed. No, no. So Which you, when you see, and, and Preston, this was recorded from multiple different cell phones, and there's just loads of yeah. civilian footage of it. When you see it, you'll find it miraculous that as of right now, there's no reports of any injury. Yeah. I want to see if anybody, uh, you know, works in that area that feels like calling in and, and saying anything. Or, or if you work, I've always been curious about working in environments like that anyway, because... <laughs> I'm fascinated with the look of those those particular type either either they're chemical plants or mm-hmm. or, or or power plants or or you know refineries and things. It just looks steampunk. It, it, it's a, it's a yeah, yeah. It, looks it looks very steampunk. Yeah. It's, it's a mess of 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 tubes and 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 pipes and valves and and all these containers and things. And I'm like, it looks so damn confusing. Yeah. And how do they keep track of all that stuff? You I, know. And that you always know that were you to be the person on the site. And now remember, Preston, never push that button. This yeah. one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah. so because you wonder how they you know hash that all out. Yeah. Thank God this didn't happen last night because there was a major, major traffic jam like right there on 95 uh, last night. There was a car fire. But I remember there being a fire down in that area when I was a kid, probably maybe in the mid to late 80s. Well, there was wasn't there another there was an explosion that happened at a refinery on the Jersey side, wasn't there? A while ago, do you remember that? I don't remember that. I remember a uh, tanker exploding on the Google Expressway. Um, Casey, I don't remember what the year was, but it, it, it was basically at the merge of 76 and 476. And a, an oil tanker, gas tanker exploded, and it killed the roadways for hours. I remember propane explosions when there was some flooding several years ago, and that was a big deal. Uh, but I don't remember the, uh, uh, the any, any other refineries going up. Kath? Uh, so there is a shelter in place. Uh, it's requested between 26th Street to west of the Schuylkill Expressway, north of 95, uh, and then 22nd Street to uh, to the east. And this is because of smoke, and they're saying uh, some equipment that's in okay. the area. Uh, Nick Murphy sent a text before I even got into yeah. work this morning. Nick, you live in South Philly. I do. And you just mentioned that area, Kathy. I think I need to call my wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What was your experience this morning? Uh, I got up early to come in uh, to film this thing with Brent Porsche, and I'm in the shower, and I hear, it sounds like thunder. I was like, oh, I didn't even realize it was raining. It was mm-hmm. raining last night, but um, that was surprising. And then out my window in the shower, the sky, like, lit up. So did the room did did the room light up with additional light like a lightning flash? 
the the sky was, okay. was huge. I, I, none of it kind of like creeped in. Right. Um, I mean, you're not you're, you're not absorbing something like that when it happens, and until you realize what has happened. Yeah, and I felt a gust of wind. I just assumed it was wind, and then I was like, something felt different about that whole experience. I looked on Twitter and saw Matt O'Donnell tweeted that picture, and I mean, maybe that gust of wind was kind of some concussive blast. It's not impossible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you've seen there, there have been things that happen in the daylight. I know Preston, you and I, for some bizarre reason, are fascinated by stuff like this. And uh, you'll see the you'll see the the, the shock wave go yeah. out yeah. from the explosion. Yeah, you can see debris kind of kick up. Yeah, well, yeah. Ex- Why I mean, is that? Why these did... explosions yeah. were? I mean, and they were. It looked like they were one after the other. Like it actually looked like whatever was exploding was actually happening in the sky. Now I don't know if that's the case, but right. you could just see the explosions happen. You're asking why? Yeah, like so. You, 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 you show no, 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 no. Why are we so fascinated with it? Like you, oh. if you go. Like go go to a party, right? Like at somebody's house, and and set up a little fire pit, and you'll see all the guys hanging over by the fire pit. And you know, I, I don't mean to sound sexist or anything like that. Sure, some women will go over there, but I like, know what you mean. some yes. women like fire. Yeah, uh, what I like to do is go to a neighbor's house and I'll blow up a, a neighboring refinery. Right, right. right. Uh, no, no, but I, also the explosions. I'm. Uh, I will. I could watch hours and hours of, uh, of footage of, of explosions. Well, I mean, in this I case, it's just yeah. it's something that's that's fascinating. And the same reason we look at fireworks and all that stuff. It, it's just, but also the, the the sheer power. And when, we've all passed this this site and wondered, yeah. what if that went up? I, I immediately when it, when I saw the picture of it, you thought of Blade Runner. Yeah, uh, I thought of uh, the Stand from Stephen King. There was this character called the Trash Can Man who was obsessed with fire, and he was an arsonist. And there was this refinery that he had just always fantasized about blowing up. Yeah, yeah. And eventually, when you know the superbug took over and in the world, and he went and he blew the whole damn thing up, and it was just you know that's what I thought of when I saw it. But it's like. Yeah, I I always look at that and go, that's got the potential yeah. to be really bad, you know. But I mean, they have safety uh, precautions and sure. like that in place. Well, now you understand why they have them out a little bit removed. <laughs> it's not, you know. In yeah, absolute... yeah, absolutely. I'm going to go to Brad, uh, who works in that yeah. area. Hey, Brad, you're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. Yada 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 yada. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> Nice. What's going on, Brad? So you're down in that area. Yeah, I work right on the Schuylkill River, um, right over by Tasty Cake Factory. Mm-hmm. Um, I work at a concrete recycling plant, and I'm staring at, you know, the, the two stacks that are constantly burning flames. Um, yeah. People might be getting confused because the one staff that burns is putting off a lot of black smoke. So wow. they might be thinking that the fire, you know, is still going, but it's just the, one of those stacks you guys talked about earlier. Okay. So, um, can, are you're there right now? Can you, can you smell any, uh, uh fumes or, uh, cause you know, I, I, I always, uh, I sort of re- try to remember back now and you, there always seemed to be a, a slightly, Different smell there. I don't know if I consider it a fuel type smell or whatever, but it always had a slightly different smell. Are you smelling anything right now that's uh, out of the norm? No, actually, the way the wind is blowing right now, it's blowing it uh, towards the city, um, kind of away from where we're located. Okay, so I can't okay. smell anything. Um, are, are the tasty cakes okay? <laughs> yeah, and I can smell them cooking. They're okay, wonderful. I, I assume you jumped on them to protect them with your own body. <laughs> I, I went over there and scooped them up with the loader and brought them over Good. to work. You, you are they, a they're, hero. they're doing well. They have yeah. blankets on them and they're giving them coffee. You God know, bless the crimpets. As I look at this footage, it looks you, like uh, we, you know Chernobyl was just com- the series yeah. just completed on HBO, yeah. and it does look like Chernobyl. 
Somebody texted in and says, I worked at that refinery, and it's not Sunoco anymore. It's Philadelphia Energy Solutions. But I've always known it is at Sunoco. You yeah, always yeah. saw the, the logo on the side. There's a, there's also a refinery uh, when I lived in Upper Chichester that was in Boothwin, I think. That, that was Sunoco. Yeah, I think yeah. so. My my dad and I, okay, we so took okay. the train back up, and we took the train up from D.C. We went right by there. And, oh, all right. And took, got a nice, good, close look up at that, and I've, I'm always just fascinated I wonder what would happen, because yeah, you well, can't all the time. Do you know people who get a little um, trepidatious about driving around, stuff like that? A friend of mine used to be, we, you know, we'd drive through an area that had, you know, fuel storage yeah. tanks, and he was always a little... Uneasy. I used to get a little creeped out by the Limerick Power Station uh, until I lived in the area. Now yeah. I hardly even notice that it's there. But things like that used to freak me out a little bit. On the plus side, though, it would get rid of the prisoners that are just down the block. <laughs> yeah, here. right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I got to think about that. Let me go to. Uh, let me go to Scott, who's headed down that way. Hey, Scott. Good morning. Hey, how you guys doing? Good. What's happening, my man? Good. I'm literally driving into it right now to go load my tractor trailer. I haul gasoline for a living. Whoa. Okay. What? So they're still letting us load gas there. Now, have you been contacted about you know how things are going to go today? Because obviously that might affect what you're doing. Well, it's actually in the back part of the refinery. You sign up with where the loading racks are. So they're saying we're safe. So okay. So they're not shutting down the whole refinery. You would think that. That might be what they do, but they know what they're doing, so... They're just going to have people standing by the trucks going, look over here, look over here, look over here! <laughs> uh, no, other, uh, so far, it looks pretty good, other than in the back of the refinery. I'm literally sitting right next to it. All right, so, Scott, you haul a big tank full of gasoline. <sighs> yeah, it's a 9,200-gallon tanker. Jesus! Does that, ever, does that ever cross your mind, what you're dragging around? A little bit. Uh, a few weeks ago, we had a guy roll one, and we thought it was going to go up, but... Yes, but yeah. Not. So I remember years ago, uh, uh, Scott, we had a, there was a truck on the Seaford, Seaford Oyster Bay Expressway, Long Island, and the the actually they said it was worse because the 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 tank was empty and the fumes yes. were more of an issue. Do you agree with that? A hundred percent. Once uh, when you have the other trailer, if you have gasoline on last, it's full of vapor. So any little ignition will may explode. Where if you're full. It would just catch on fire first. Right. So do you wow. have, are there restrictions on certain tunnels and things? Do you drive that around that you can't go through? Uh, you, if you have uh, diesel on or any kind of oil, you can go through tunnels. But if you have gas, gasoline, or something with a, a condition, you cannot go through tunnels. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks, Scott. Appreciate it. You ever see like a... Um, you know, liquid nitrogen truck or something like yeah. that. And sometimes there's a little bit of vapor coming out <laughs> yeah. of it. I'm oh, like, that's going. Dude, that's, that's a lit fuse, yeah. you know? I think about Terminator 2. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this will just freeze yeah, and yeah. shatter. doesn't matter once the fire melts him back, he's up and You're running right. again. Yeah, that, that's true. Because uh, he's polymimetic. Uh, it's what or what? Polymimetic. Polymimetic. <laughs> All right. Let me go to Mike, who is an environmental technician at that particular power plant, according or to the uh, refinery. Mike, you're on the air. Good morning. Gadzooks, guys. Gadzooks, but how long have you been working there? Uh, I'm at, I've been in there 11 years now. Okay. And uh, you, you got word of this right away, I'm sure, right? Yeah, I got, I got a call about 5 in the morning. Okay. And what are, what are you going to have to do? Uh, well, I have, I'm not in there today, but I do have a, my, my guys are in there right now. We're uh, on standby. Yeah. Um, they have all their emergency response guys at the incident, so they don't want anybody else in there around. 
Do you think there's any chance that there will they will suspend Hawaiian Shirt Friday? Oh, dude. Oh, uh, 100%. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. I uh, mean, right now, there's too much else going hey, on. Mike, I have a question. So, you know, we haven't heard any reports of anybody being injured yet. No, knock on wood, that's going to stay that way. But, you know, at 3.30 in the morning when this took place, are there many people on the property at that time? Not usually. Okay. All right. So, well, that's good. I, do they have, so, you know, you always might as well ask the questions now. I, do yeah. they, so as far as handling situations like that, are there ro- robotic uh, devices or fire extinguishing devices? I, I, I assume, I would like to assume the area is covered with stuff like this, correct? Uh, yeah, yeah. all the units have everything all around them, and uh, they, they have uh, fire hydrants everywhere, uh, phone systems, and, you know, the plant has their own um uh, fire crew. Okay, that's fire what I was, truck. That's what I was going to ask because I mean you can't just rely on you know the Philadelphia Fire Department. They they need to have their bases covered. Yeah, yeah. So if you're a betting man, what would you say, Mike? Is uh, might be the culprit here? Oh, I have no idea. There's okay, no, oh, it's butane. Is butane? Yeah, the, uh, Catherine uh, Scott is that her name? Yeah, sorry, six ABC. Yeah, she's reported that it was butane in one of the vats. And that's no, what, that's definitely a possibility. Yeah, that's what is that a byproduct of uh, of oil refining? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. See, I, I would. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. it. If I worked at a plant like this, it would blow up every other week. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, because I just I have no understand, and I, I'm I'm I think you're probably more inclined to do damage if you're a little uneasy around this stuff. Uh, you know. Yeah. Let me go to, uh, I have, Jim is a chemical engineer. Can I explain a little bit? He's worked in refineries. Hey, Jim, you're on the air. Hey, guys. How you doing? Doing well. Did you just hear that last assessment Nick had from uh, uh, Catherine Scott over at 6ABC that butane may be the culprit? Yeah, that that sounds like it's correct. I, I haven't been in that refinery, but I was in the one in Marcus Hook when I was in college. Okay. Uh, but the first thing I want to ask, Preston, did you get the Snickers bars that I dropped off at the blood <laughs> hey, drive? Yes. Yeah, I wasn't there. Did we get them? Oh, uh, yeah, we got yeah. them. Yeah. There were like 900 and, of them. And handed them out. Jim, you're a god. <laughs> <laughs> Snickers are my favorite. Can you use those to plug an oil fire? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh, anyway, yeah, that, that explosion, when I first saw it, it's what's called a blevy. Okay. And I don't remember exactly what it what it stands for. It's boiling liquid evaporating vapor explosion, I think. A blevy. Uh, blevy. I thought that was the blave. We've got a flavy and a flaving. A blevy. Okay. And uh so is that is that one of the main things that uh that can go wrong, I guess, in a refinery? Absolutely. So when okay. you have when you have liquid, uh which butane is stored as a liquid like propane compressed natural gas when that gets pressurized by a fire or a lot of those tanks are under pressure um, just for storage if they suddenly release like that and they find an ignition source that's what you see so that's that's when you saw when you saw the whole cloud go up and you saw like secondary and tertiary explosions yes that's getting released into the atmosphere and then it finds an ignition source and and just catches on okay. fire. So with that, Jim, on at, at refineries and, and plants that have combustible agents around like that, are there safety precautions about, you know, because I know when you, when you go get your propane tank up, they use brass. Yes. Because brass, when it, when it clangs together, you're not going to get a spark, and there's no chance that you're going to get any kind of a, of a combusting uh, thing to kick it yeah. off. Are there, are, there, I, are, are there rules about not taking certain items into areas like that? 
Yeah, um, everything is rated explosion-proof. That's part of what I uh, did when I was in that industry, is I designed a lot of the electrical controls. Um, all the conduit that carries the power lines and the control lines is sealed. Um, the uh, Even down to, like, the radios, you're, you're usually not allowed to carry cell phones in those areas. Mm because they're not rated uh, to be explosion-proof. That's why all the guys walk around with telegraphs on them. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, let me ask you, so as far as uh, burning off residual butane, sometimes you go by these plants, you see them all the time, and there are flames burning at the top of pipes. Uh, I assume that's the purpose of those, is to burn off residual gases, correct? Exactly. That's that's what they call a flare, and um, you're exactly right. So when, it's different at Applebee's. Yeah, They're just buttons buttons. to show what you like. <laughs> <laughs> what did you expect, Nick? <laughs> just, no, that's yeah. exactly what I expected. <laughs> Uh, that's that's pretty cool. I, you know, yeah. it's it's if you watch again, not to reference Chernobyl, but in the last episode, they sort of. Um, Retro breakdown, what led to everything, and there was, you know, there's all these things in place, and um, they, you know, this needed to happen for this to happen to this, and here we have a case yeah. with this, but it was just spectacular footage, and to Kathy's point, it looked like the clouds were setting on fire, yeah. and wow. that was the the fumes that uh, that uh, uh, Jim is talking about. Yeah. Um, all right, Jim, thank you, man. Appreciate the info, and thanks so much for the Snickers, my friend. <laughs> Snickers. Snickers. All right, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, whenever there's um, – if you're headed northbound on 95 uh, and you go past the airport and it's right around the Platte Bridge. It might be before after you get to it, but on the right-hand side, if you're headed yeah. northbound, there's uh, some type of a – of a place that burns off. You, that's where the candles <laughs> lit, basically. The that, candles lit. Yeah, well, that little the the flare. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. There's a, there's there there are stacks out there that that are always the poop uh, factory lit up. Well, I don't think it's a poop factory. I they think it's no, just it's been converted smelled that way or, or oh. used to. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. stink anymore. No, no. Remember, no, remember nah. decades it stuff. It was it was a sewage yesterday. treatment plant. Really? Yeah, I, I smelled still, it yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought I they converted it from a sewage treatment plant. No, I don't. Well, maybe they did. I smelled it's it. Yesterday. Now and things remembered. I spent a lot of time there yesterday, Steve, and I smelled it. Um, did and it smell like a poop factory. It, it, I, I have smelled it worse. Okay, Can I ask but you it something? definitely yes. Were your windows rolled up? No, Steve. Because it might have been. No, you didn't have the air conditioning. My oh, air okay. conditioning is broken in the car. Are you kidding? Yes. Oh, that's right. You. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, so I was lucky. That. I was lucky. It was uh, nice and humid yesterday, and I was right. stuck next to the poop factory for a little while. <laughs> I'm going to go. Winning combo. <laughs> I'm going to go to Newt. Hi, Newt. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey, guys. How you doing? Doing good, man. What's up? Hey, uh, yeah. I used to hang out and live in Marcus Hook for a while. You guys were talking about the other refineries. Um you guys can research this. Um, there's caverns and stuff underneath of Marcus Hook that are filled with gas and oil. And if something like this happened closer to there that would get underground, they'd say there would be a big crater like the Marcus Hook. It would blow up the town? Uh, yeah, there's big caverns that are filled with gas and oil. No way. Wow. So, uh, so this is a, a, a runoff system or a, a fuel exchange system or just a way to blow up Marcus Hook? <laughs> Hold on one second. I got to go through the guard check. Hold on. Oh, Wait, give him a minute, guys. Check, yeah. Look at this. Look at these caverns underneath. Oh, my God. Marcus is that really That's it? so cool. Yeah. Whoa. Okay, so there's like a picture. That's Dracula. Hang on, Steve. There's a picture of a guy standing in a cavern. Scroll back down, Nick, and it looks like that's got to be at least... Thirty feet high, maybe forty feet high. The the the, the really the ceiling wow. of the cavern is wow. that big. 
Yeah, they're huge. They cover a very wide area of of Marcus Hook and like Chichester and all up there. He's right. Well, that's a little disconcerting. I mean, I know obviously it it serves a purpose. Usually, when you see a cavern like this, it's to store Nutella. But uh, (laughs) can you get there? Is it guarded? Says the first of the. Go ahead. I I've never actually tried to get in there. We lived up there and stuff like that. And then there was the explosion at the docks in Marcus Hook, probably. 20, 30 years ago, yeah. they were worried about something like that if it would get down there. And the, one of the entrances, like up in that city in Pennsylvania, uh, up in other Pennsylvania, um, that there was a scare that a bunch of tires were dumped at the entrance to one of these. And if they would catch fire, you know that city up in Pennsylvania where they have the stacks coming up and they can't put the fire out under the ground? Oh, it's Centralia. Yeah. 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 Centralia was a coal fire. Yeah, and tire, there was junk tires dumped at the entrance, and they caught fire. And when tires catch fire, they're really hard to put out. Yeah, and that's what it's they- like double secret probation. Press got started. Wow! All right, thank you, uh, Newt. Appreciate the info, man. Okay, you guys take it easy. All right, thank you. Yeah, Nick pulled up. It's in today's Philadelphia Inquirer. A feature on that very thing that he was talking about it says here, hundreds of feet beneath the former Sunoco refinery in Marcus Hook are five caverns carved from granite, excavated not by ancient geologic forces, but by 20th century miners. The first of the gigantic underground fuel storage caverns was built during the Cold War partly to shield supplies from nuclear attack. I want to get in there. The last was built after the 1973 energy crisis as a bulwark, whatever that is, against uh, capricious oil importers. Uh, Very interesting. The picture is pretty wild of this guy standing inside this cabin. So... We, is this accessible? Does it say in the article whether, they, because I think that's the site of our next mixer. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> don't I tell you what, course. listen, dude, there was a, there was an abandoned mine in my wife's hometown, Crystal City, Missouri. Yeah. Uh, and we went and toured it last time we were there, and they have uh, a nightclub in there, and they have uh, in, indoor golf. and Because it was, it's temperature controlled year-round. And, and it's huge. Yes. It's, in fact, we took... Um, a pontoon boat through the flooded section of it. Oh, oh it was so cool! Dude. I want to do that. Yeah, it was it was crazy cool. So they could you never know they might maybe they'll open it up for tourism. Apparently, there's a photo from the 50s where they had a, a massive party in there. In, okay, in, oh in these caverns, yeah, <laughs> when they were first built. So Steve, that's Fonzie in that picture. <laughs> no, it's not Fonzie, but the the idea of doing something yeah. they had a, they had a luncheon in there. Yeah, here's here's the there photo. we go. Yeah, it, the studio. It awesome. looks like the place we went to at my wife's hometown. That's uh, I mean, they literally had stuff set up. Wow. Like that. Yeah. That's oh, if cool. we well now now everyone's going to know about it, but maybe we can book it first. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. If we should find out. Uh, see if anybody is uh, <laughs> now accepting reservations. Yeah, behind all of that. Uh, wow, interesting stuff. All right, so we're obviously we're going to keep an eye on this story and see how that's going to affect your commute. But Kathy, last time it looks like they're starting to contain things a little bit, or uh, at least on the roads. I okay. mean, I'm not exactly sure what's happening out at the location, but it it doesn't look like there's too many roads that are closed because of it. Want to go to one more call here? Yes. Uh, let me go to um... Jesus. Go to Jesus. Where's Jesus? No, I'm, I'm so happy to call you today with words of promise and hope. All right, I was going to go to a different no, one. No, go to a different one. I'm we got, no, we're going to Jesus. Or is it Jesus? It's probably his. Jesus. 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 Hey, Jesus. How you doing, buddy? How you doing? Sorry to bother you at work. It's okay. All right, buddy. I mean, you're so, Jesus. So you saw this? You saw the thing happen this morning? I didn't see the initial explosion. Okay. But I saw the huge fireball wow. from where I work. How, how close? Driver in front of Patterson. Uh, so, so how how far would you say, Jesus? 
miles away. Okay. But I would like, like my yard is right other than 95. So as I was working on my truck, I saw a huge light in the sky. As soon as I turned around, I saw a huge fireball. Yeah. At first, I thought it was a, a fuel truck that exploded on the highway. Yeah. Yeah, that, it's kind of like uh, Nick here at home. Was, he, you know, he heard the sound and then he saw this uh, this light. Uh, looked like the whole sky lit up, which is pretty wild. Do me a favor, yeah, Jesus. Say, forgive them for they know not what they do. God bless you, man. Yeah. No, no thanks for calling, man. Thanks for the call, bud. We appreciate it. All right, we'll see you later. All right, well, the other call I wanted to go to is not online. Thanks for calling that one, Kevin. No, Jesus is probably better anyway. We had the Apostle Paul on the other line. You can't pass up a call from Jesus. Let's go to, we'll go to one more. Actually, we have Kevin, who is a, does refinery firefighting instruction, trains people how to contain this stuff. Hey, Kevin, good morning. Morning, guys. How you guys doing? Doing well, man. Are you involved with this one or not? Not in this one. I've actually been in this refinery before, though, and this place is a mess. It's one of the oldest refineries on the East Coast. No kidding. So there's just there's just pipes everywhere. Everything's outdated. There's actually a lot more fires in there that get reported. Uh, they uh, they do have their own fire department on the inside because uh, fighting refinery fires are, is a completely different beast. You oh, wow. throw water out and hope it goes out. Right. Right. Do you guys um, do you guys use like special foams and things like that, or? Yeah, we, we use foams, but more more or less, what you have to do is you have to you have to find where the where it's coming from and shut off the source. Right. Yeah, Kev, Kevin, so, there 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 is a there was a a famous firefighter. Actually, John Wayne played him in a movie. Do you know I'm talking about? Red Red something or other. Um, yes. Yes, he uh, he started the uh, it's called like Boots and Coots or something like that. They, they, they put out, I saw that movie. What it's called? I know it, it. It sounds like the name of a strip club. <laughs> Boots and Coots. So, but yeah. you, what was his name? Do you remember his name? Is Red 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 Adair or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was something like Fred that. Adair? He's the one that was putting out all the fires over in the Middle East. Right, right. So, so the, the but there's you're right, and it's an incredibly difficult thing to do because it's not like you can just. You know, again, throw throw water on it. You've you've got it. You've, right. You're, you, whatever's feeding it, you've got to shut that off. Exactly. And that's, yeah. That's the pro- that's the problem with this is that you know they you, you could be there for hours and hours trying to locate sources and trying to depressurize <laughs> and, and just letting stuff burn off. So. I mean, they're over in the Middle East. They're using explosives to put them out. I mean, yeah. that'd be fun. Wow. wow. Interesting. All right. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. All right. No problem, guys. Uh, Steve, it's called Red Adair. And I'm sorry Nick laughed, but he just pulled up a picture of the Duke in a fire, (laughs) you know, protective suit. And it looks like he's wearing a space suit or something like that. And seeing John Wayne in there was kind of I'm going to put out the fire. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. (laughs) Oh, that's toasty. Uh, So, Nick Murphy, thanks for being the first to report on that to us. Yeah, no problem. Uh, Me and my property value declining. uh, (laughs) Yes. Or increasing because... You can make s'mores now. <laughs> Future Chernobyl. <Yeah. laughs> All right, interesting. Well, hopefully this doesn't affect your day, and hopefully uh, there won't be any reports of anybody that uh, that were injured or hurt. That would be uh, the the plus side on all of it. I see. Well, it looks like a little uh, like a little uh, storm front, rain front coming through yeah. here. Maybe that'll assist yeah, we'll or see. exacerbate the issue. Oh, I don't I really know. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back. We'll get to the V file. Our friends at Irish Pub are going to be here this morning helping to promote the event that Casey is heavily involved in, the WMMR Rock and Rollers. 
Uh, they are partnering along with Irish Pub and Penn's Beer and Bud Light for the 2019 Ben to the Shore bike tour taking place on Sunday, July 28th. You know what? I can give away a gift card right now. Uh, I have uh, $25 gift cards. Let's take three callers, and we'll get those to you. 215-263-WMMR. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be back in a moment. Make sure you stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. Thrice. Shine now. Everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Let's share some stories, shall we? It's time for the B5. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. All right, I'm going to begin with this, and I wasn't sure if this was real or not, but there's a guy who has eaten raw meat for almost 10 years and even eats rotten meat and says he's never felt healthier. Eating everything from sheep intestines in the stomach to animal spleen, liver, and testicles. Derek Nance lives on a diet that consists almost entirely of raw meat. The 35-year-old self-proclaimed carnivore from Lexington, Kentucky, says the only parts of an animal he will not eat are the hooves and the horns. Well, you got to have your standards. Nance has been following the caveman-like diet for almost 10 years and is the father of four and eats raw meat and says is uh, safe and even feeding his children the same diet. Oh, that's that's wonderful. But his partner, Joanne Prosser, who is a veg- was a vegetarian, still doesn't eat raw meat. Uh, Nance even makes smoothies from the sheep's stomach, which he eats as a quick snack and feasts on rotten meat. Fermented meat uh, releases, uh, apparently fermented meat releases certain bacteria that give a feeling of euphoria when used. Hence the nickname. It's called botulism. The nickname high meat. Uh, Nance explains that, uh, explain how he eats even dissolved meat and how it is part of a healthy diet. He says, uh, if I get a new animal... There's something with fresh blood that just stimulates the appetite. Uh, dissected meat is part of a natural diet of almost every predator on this planet. There are many animals uh, that you can see that go in search of that. I bet he's a blast to hang around. Every month, Nance uh, drives organic fam- to, to organic family farms, chooses live animals for slaughter, and butchers them himself. Uh, he said an adult sheep will last about a month. <laughs> Apparently, he started doing this because he... Uh, he had allergies or he had a, a difficult time uh, digesting food, and this is the only thing that he can eat that didn't give him trouble. Like, if he So if he were to cook the meat, would that be an issue? He I could, guess so. I don't know. Or is he just uh, a cannibal? Well, as part of the diet, also, he eats live maggots uh, because they have beneficial <laughs> enzymes that help Stop, him. Stop. You're getting me hungry. <laughs> that help him digest the large amounts of raw meat that he eats. Uh, he said he what only, are his bowel movements like? He Did said he actually stand up? He only got sick one time from bad food poisoning. Uh, during his raw meat diet, he ate raw chicken for a week. Oh, you idiot. So the, the oh, first dear. time I ever had profound, well, real laying down on the floor for two days food poisoning was raw chicken. So, hey. How did you end up eating raw chicken? I was, I remember was exactly where I was. It was undercooked in okay. Mystic. And I remember Preston seeing it, Mystic, Connecticut, sitting in, and I'm eating it. And you know those times when you think, that looks a little weird. That looks yeah. a little, you but know. Why? No, a restaurant's not going to serve me undercooked chicken. And I ate it, and holy F. That's when they gave me morphine. Oh, my. You got more. I mean, I could morphine. understand that. Two yeah. of the times that I got food poisoning very bad was uh, chicken, but. 
I think it maybe just was bad because I ate it and didn't think, oh, that tasted funny or I didn't think anything of it. I remember it was, uh, I had to keep pulling, it kept walking off the plate and that was (laughs) how I knew it was undercooked. (laughs) By the way, yeah, he had grown up with numerous food allergies and intolerances and was forced to find an alternative, eventually settling on this extreme diet and apparently it's the only thing he can eat, so... Very strange. Uh, have at it. Nigerian investigators have been forced to dismiss claims that a rogue gorilla ate $22,000 in cash at a zoo because it doesn't exist anymore. A rogue gorilla ate $22,000 in cash? It's been forced, or it's been claimed, okay. and they've dismissed that. Authorities, you know, it's like saying somebody, where's the money? Ah, uh, the gorilla ate it. You yeah, know the I mean? old, the gorilla ate it. Uh, authorities launched an investigation into the disappearance of money from the Kano Zoological Gardens in northern Nigeria amid wild local media reports that the culprit was a gorilla. The reports were far from the truth, with the real culprits actually armed thugs who stole the zoo's gate fees. Yeah. And so that's like when in school, I'd always say the gorilla ate my homework. The governor of Northern Kano State, who ordered the state's anti-corruption commission to look into the matter, uh, Abduli Ganjadu, said preliminary reports indicate that there was an armed robbery at the zoo. Uh, Nigeria is reeling from widespread corruption with criminals engaging in armed robberies or kidnapping for ransom money. In response to the zoo robbery, President uh, Mamamadu, uh, Buhari uh, pledged to improve security and clamp down on the crime. Uh, Zoo employees, 10 of them, were, uh, including the accounting officer, have been arrested. Bizarrely, the non-existent gorilla isn't the first animal in Nigeria, in Nigeria to be falsely accused of committing a crime. Last year, a Nigerian sales clerk was suspended after she told authorities that a snake ate $100,000 worth of cash. You know what the second biggest industry is there? Uh, animal defense lawyers. Uh, she was charged, by the way, in that particular crime. A South Toledo man is accused of breaking into his neighbor's home and rubbing her feet while she was asleep. <laughs> Tito Cunningham is, is charged with burglary. The victim told police that uh, she was asleep in her bed. What are you doing? When she woke up to Mr. Cunningham. I'm rubbing your feet. He was uh, caressing her feet. Why are you doing that? Uh, the victim said I like your feet. she accidentally left her back door unlocked. Mr. Cunningham told police that he went into the residence looking for cigarettes. Uh, you know, uh, that's as troubling as it gets. I mean, yeah. you wake up and some dude is massaging well, your feet. Yeah, yeah, it's just very well, twisted. I mean, at least he wasn't tickling her bunghole with a feather. Yeah, as, like as happened in Texas, mm-hmm. but they caught, well, they caught both these guys. The Texas tickling butt, butthole tickling bandit, if you remember <laughs> I like, that. I like butthole. Yeah, <laughs> what are you doing? I'm tickling your butthole with a feather. <laughs> Could you stop that, please? All right, now here's. My brother likes feet. Here, here's another good one. I like this. is just as uh, as odd, and, and the the details are few. But we've already had a gorilla, a, a pretend gorilla eating cash, and a, a foot tickler. So well, li- listen to the just the the minor detail of this. A Lincoln, Nebraska man was arrested for indecent exposure as he was reportedly seen <laughs> walking towards Arby's while spanking it. No. <laughs> Well, that's the horsey sauce. Yeah, apparently officers were called around 8 p.m. after multiple witnesses reported a man walking the street with his penis exposed. The man was walking towards Arby's and pleasuring himself. Is there any fast food place that gets you so excited you got to take care of yourself on the way to it? Wow. Uh, was well, not... it a pizza place in St. Louis? Yeah, it'd be Emo's. Yeah. Emo's. Emo's, yeah. But so still... have you ever had to spank it on the way to Emo's? I've definitely... Well, After, yeah, afterwards. Can, yeah. Do you think you could do that and walk at the same time? Can you, it's always the old thing. Can you walk, chew gum, and spank it at the same time? Right. That's way too much. I would have to sp- at least spit the gum out. 
<laughs> Officers located the man. Yeah, because I'm not going to stop spanking. <laughs> they located the man. Gum is gum, but come on. Inside Arby's and identified him as David Hefner. Hefner was arrested for public indecency. Arby's, we have the meat. We'll go to one more uh, fast food story. A woman in a wheelchair fired a taser at a McDonald's employee in Detroit after complaining about poor service. <laughs> so she's armed with a taser in a wheelchair. After ordering her food, the customer pulled out a taser gun and pointed it at the cashier saying she was rude and the order was taking too long. Fortunately, the taser missed the employee who was not injured and later insisted that she was polite. That's when you push that wheelchair out into traffic. <laughs> uh, when police arrived minutes later, the customer was still outraged and began yelling at officers. Police eventually calmed her down without further incident. A taser c- c- can be a deadly weapon if people yeah. have died who have been tased. Sure. Yeah, it's happened. People have been lit on fire. Yes. Uh, if they've been tased on occasion. So... Uh, the customer could be charged with felonious assault, so we'll see if that ends up happening. And that is what I have in the Bizarre File for you this morning. Let's give away some of these Irish Pub uh, gift cards that we have. I have $25 gift cards, and you know what? I'll take a nut. Let's take uh, callers 10 and 11 at 215-263-WMMR, and I'm going to set you up with the uh, prize. So give us a call right now. And we will take care of you. We're going to break. We're going to come back. And Becky Robinson, who's going to be at Helium Comedy Club, will be in our studio in just a moment. So make sure you stay with us. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. Don't miss the First Amendment Comedy Takeover, July 23rd through 28th. See the best in stand-up comedy along with some of your favorite podcasts, like readings, Q&As, and more at the Met Philadelphia, The Fillmore, TLA, and Punchline. Like Bert Kreischer. We went ziplining, and we get there, and I start looking at other families, like, sizing us up, going, those parents look like they do CrossFit. Then I look at me and my wife, I'm like, oh, we look like crossing guards. Also, how did this get made with Jason Manzoukas and Paul Shearer, the Try Guys, Gil Tony, Daniel Schloss, Che Guerrera, and more. Tickets and info for all shows at factphilly.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Our next guest is going to be performing performing at Helium Comedy Club tonight and tomorrow. And we are happy to have her here in the the studio. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Becky Robbins. Good morning. Hi, Becky. How are you? Hi, I'm so good. I'm so happy to be here. Good. I'm happy. I I like the color you're wearing uh, today. What is that color? This is a a turquoise leisure suit that I picked up at an estate sale. (laughs) (laughs) At an estate sale? Yeah, yes. I'm wearing a, a dead person's <laughs> Do you Why not? Do you not go to those? Uh, a friend actually picked it up for me, but I've been I've been kind of like creating, like, who was she, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, sort of retro building a story. <laughs> I mean, literally. That's kind of a cool idea, though. Are you becoming her? I think so. I'm just chain smoking and oh. yelling at kids. I don't think I've ever bought someone else's clothes before. Well, they do it know? all the time. At, at like, you know, the, uh, the what do they call them? The... Um, Consignments, consignment, consignment consignment stores yeah. and stuff like that. She's yeah. and they're actually uh, pretty pretty popular. But when you you're fairly sure the person who wore it before you is now dead, that's kind of a that's actually a cool story. Yeah, that's yeah. what they are though. Estate sales is you know you, you go into somebody's house, mm-hmm. they don't even like take. I mean, you're literally just p- picking you're it out picking of the closet. It, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. usually, you go there to get like a great deal on tools and things that are expensive. But you're literally wearing a jumpsuit that Blanche would wear in the Golden Girls. Oh, the Hollywood Hills is yes. a gold mine. You go, it's just mink coats and diamonds. And I love that idea. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, yeah. I, what they really need to do though is that they really want to make it a, an afternoon or something. 
allow you to remove the clothes, the body uh, from the body itself, right? <laughs> I want that. But I mean, just on a certain because it's uh, families do it all the time. They just say, when a family member dies, you know, they, everyone goes and sort of splits up the stuff. But what if someone <laughs> didn't have a family? You know? Yeah. What do you do? Make it fun for other people. That's right. <laughs> but I, it, it, this is really cool. It's it looks, kind of it looks nice on you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. I'm, yeah, I'm excited to be. You know, I'm. This is my first time in Philly, and I'm, I'm fired oh. up. I, I touched down. I fired up all my dating apps. <laughs> I'm, I'm out here. Really? So, so, uh, so, do you when you go to a different town and stuff like yeah. that? So, what is your dating app of choice? Uh, I, you know, I'm on all of them. You on all? I, I cast a wide net, <laughs> and uh, I, I Hinge, I guess, is a. I'm not familiar with Hinge. Is that for the uh, estate sale crowd? <laughs> That's the Facebook-based one, right, where you uh, it, Hinge connects you to other Facebook friends of your friends? I don't know that. Yeah, that's, ah. I don't know that. And so I think that's the, the where they get the word Hinge. It's a door to a door. Ah. Yeah. All right. It's it's just one of the ones where, like, the girl doesn't have to say something first, which I like. Okay. I, you, I'm, you I'm wanna... out of running out of pickup lines, you know? <laughs> In Bumble, you always have to say the first thing. And I've, I've started just getting too sketchy, and I, I scare guys, so... Well, it's part of the. You're, you're obviously as a, as a performer, as a comedian, as someone who's on the road and doing what you do. Yeah. Uh, you don't have. You have to sort of cut to the chase a lot of time. You don't. You, you can't. Hey, you know, I, I saw Watch you by the water cooler at work, and it's. it's <laughs> you don't have that. Uh, so, so it's any for any the comedians we have here. They all say the same story. It's hard to to get a relationship going. So. Totally. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Very difficult. Very difficult. My. Uh, my ex-boyfriend is actually going to be in Philadelphia, and he asked if he could open for me tonight. No. Oh, wow. wow. I was like, I mean, do you have five minutes? And I'll, we'll see. Wow. So if, uh, you want to come to the show tonight? When you, when, you, when you break up with someone, do you stay friends with them? I try to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. It could be hard, though. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, yeah. even if it is the best of terms, it's like, I need some breathing room for you for a little while. Like, you should probably wait like a few years before you open for them. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if I, I, yeah. Well, no, go ahead. I'll, I'll just be up next. That's what you said. I was going to say, say, if, I get, if I'm at a place where I'm like comfortable eating with a guy, I yeah. want to keep that guy in my life. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That makes yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah. So, so wait a minute. So that means that you're. Uh, You've dated comedians. Then. Only he's the only one. He's the only one. Yeah, he okay. got through the cracks. Is that? <laughs> yeah, can that be a rule for some people? I'm not dating anybody who does what I do. You know what I mean? I think people try. Yeah. But then when you're in it and it's your life and you know, yeah, that's where you Stuff meet happens. people. Yeah. yeah. So you're from you're from uh, San Diego is where you went to school, right? Was that where yeah. you, was that where you're born and raised, or I was born and raised in it's called Tigard, Oregon. It's like ten minutes outside of Portland. Oregon. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah. And then you you went you went to school there, and then while well, you were in college, you started doing stand up. Yep. And so we we've known we know you, and I, I was familiar with your stuff from Funny or Die, and oh, and, yeah. and uh, uh, the viral stuff that you've done, uh, your MTV work as well. Uh, what's the name of the show? Wild and Out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and small so, stint as a, a rapper. A rapper? At L- Lil Pickles? <laughs> Lil Pickles, yeah. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. <laughs> Started as a joke and then got a little too real. <laughs> <laughs> so... It's funny. It, it, so reading about that, it sort of had a, like a like a spinal tap element where uh, you know spinal tap for they would go and open when they were doing the the movie and they would go open for other bands and the audience had no idea they were not real and it seemed like you were getting sort of that reaction to your alter ego. So yeah, is that what yeah. you were getting from rappers who thought you were really like? Like, bad baby and all that stuff? Yeah, 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 definitely. They were like, what is this little pickles in this baby blue do-rag? <laughs> What's going on? It, it, well, it could be dangerous, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, but I kind of like playing 
kind of working that fine line of having people not really sure. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, do you... Fun world to play in, especially when you're a girl, because you can get away with a lot. <laughs> Have you found that? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. We can walk into a lot of places and people don't say anything. <laughs> just a, okay. <laughs> why, why not? In the Funnier Die, you did the Funnier Die uh, video with um, Johnny Depp, where it was yes. uh, Art of the Deal. Yeah, I, I Johnny Depp is one of my all time favorite in one of my all time favorite movies. Edward, I just uh, I love it. He's and I think Johnny Depp is incredibly talented, but yeah. he he seems to be there's a bizarre, weird, quirky thing going on there. What was it like working totally. with him? Totally, totally something. Yeah, he. Well, that was also like my first randomly my first acting role that I ever got. And right. Like, it's a scene with Johnny Depp. And I was like, okay, chill. That, yeah, right. Totally fine. And uh, he was in crazy prosthetics. Uh, he had to go in hair and makeup every day. Like He's all done up like Trump, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And, um, yeah, he would just kind of, uh, we would do a take and then it would cut and he would he would roll up a little uh, cigarette <laughs> and take like a puff and then it would be like, all right, time to shoot again. He'd have to put it out. And that was like what he would do between takes. Maybe it helps him stay in character or something <laughs> or just be like, what is what am I doing right now? Because we all know that Trump is a chain smoker and rolls his own cigarettes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah <laughs> throw back a KFC nugget. Um, yeah, but he was he was so cool to everyone. He'd come and say like, "Hey, Orion, yeah." So, so, or so mellow and and uh, you know, mellow and just kind to everyone. And then uh, and he would come over and like crack jokes too in between takes when when he wasn't <laughs> rolling one up. Too. He would come over and like riff with us because we were playing people on like a, a little jury. Yeah, right, right. He would come over and he'd be like, yeah, try this or try that. Or he'd be like, I'm going to do this, just FYI. Like, I'm going to throw these papers or something. Just heads up, don't freak out. You know, I know I'm Johnny Depp. <laughs> Did you, do you like acting? I mean, because you've done a ton of skit oh, yeah. stuff and, and improv stuff. And, and uh, you know, if you do stand-up, we find that a lot of people will say that um, stand-up, is, it's you, it's immediate. Yeah. And, and this sort of stuff is start-stop, start-stop. And it's, it becomes yeah. annoying. Was that, is that your experience? Uh, I I wouldn't find it as annoying. I think I think it's fun. I think it's really fun to kind of find out whatever the character is you're playing and just kind of lose yourself in it and, right. and just stay in it. And yeah, no, it's it's fun. It takes a lot longer than you'd think. It, no, we, we <laughs> the days we, are yeah the days are long and and then it's just like Instagram, Instagram, you know, <laughs> all day. And, you're being paid for social media. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I want to know because I did read that you were on The Bachelor for a season. Is that true? Uh- <laughs> No, I just did a, a little bit on The Bachelor. Oh, you did a bit on The Bachelor. Thing. You weren't a contestant <laughs> on The Bachelor. Not yet. What did, they, what did they have you do, and when was this? This was probably a year and a half ago. Okay. Uh, they were doing a they were doing a, a fake. They went to the Museum of Broken Relationships in Hollywood, and they were doing this group date thing where um, the girls had to fake break up with Nick Vile. <sighs> okay, Nick Vile. That, that, um, that sounds like a, a complete bachelor thing to do. Okay, so and, yeah, and you yeah. were a plant. So we, me and uh, this other comic, Bill Dixon, we were like the actors that were hired to like show them how it's done. Yeah. So we went up like first and they were like, here are some trained actors to show you what it's like to uh, <laughs> like do a real breakup. And we made it really dramatic. And he was like, you always come home drunks and the, you have Cheeto dust on your fingers all the time and you're dirty. <laughs> and like, and I like slapped him in the face and we like wow. made it really dramatic. And then, yeah. Oh, are yeah, you are, are you a fan of these shows? Because we we honestly, as much as I've tried, I know they they fuel so much of pop culture, but I I I can't get into them. Yeah, no, I'm right there with you. I no, I watch like billions. I'm like 
<laughs> yeah, by the way, the writing on that show is a little cheesy, too. On what? Uh, on Billions. I watched that show. Oh, and, yeah. But, you know, and I'm, and I'm into it, and I've seen every single episode, but sometimes I go... That's a little dorky. But it's, oh, fi- but it's fiction. I, sometimes I'm like, is this a sketch? Yeah. Like, yeah. Are they messing with us? <laughs> yes. Yeah, but The Bachelor, I, I have to watch, I get like secondhand Bachelor because I live, I live with like some classic basics. Okay. Like, like, our welcome mat says live, laugh, love type girls, you know what I mean? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just like some real gluten-free, you know, <laughs> It gals. doesn't seem like you. No. Yeah. No. And I like, I like. You know, I steal food from my roommates, so it's, like, tough having gluten-free roommates. And, but they, like, they live for The Bachelor, and, you know, it's always on. So I'll, like, catch little snippets of it here and there. Do they like your outfits? <laughs> <laughs> Do they go to state sales? <laughs> so like, nice. you, if I find out that you're a fan of The Bachelor Bachelorette, like, you really have to, you have to plead your case and state your case with me to, for me to not think less of you. Okay. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. All right. And cause... it's hard because they're masses. They love it. There's a lot of people having to plead cases. Yes. Well, we yeah. we were talking this this morning about. So, what's the show from from England? President that's, that's porting I over here. Forgot what Sex it's Island or something, something like that. Love, love Island. Island. Right. 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 Love right. Island. Love yeah. Island. So, yeah. our line of thinking is, if you're going to do something like that, shoot the works like that, mm-hmm. and then I'm I'm on board. Mm-hmm. But this sort of stuff, they they still they still have the conceit of, I'm here to find Mrs. Wright or Mr. Wright and look for love. Knock it off. Yeah. You know, totally. just go for it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those shows over there in Europe will just go for it. And yeah. that's that's why I think that, you know, they, they, they become hits. You wrote for Snoop Dogg's uh, game show, uh, Joker's, Joker's Wild. Wild. Yeah. What was that like? That was, that was, that was fun. Are you, <laughs> are, you a, are you a game show fan to begin with? Uh, not... Yeah, I like him. I mean, if, if it's Snoop, I'll watch it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. So you were writing stuff for him, or, or yeah, yeah, we were writing jokes for Snoop. Um, yeah. yeah, it was fun. It was really fun. Writers' writers' rooms are so they can they can be really intense, or they can be, you know, easygoing. And working for Snoop was like, yeah. Does he chill? They were like, any weed jokes are a go. Like, <laughs> you know, make fun of Martha Stewart. Like, whatever. Yeah. Right. Right. Go to his house. No. Uh, we had a comedian in two months ago or so that went to his house, and like, oh. there's all these series of uh, doors you have to get through to get to the inner compound. <laughs> like airlocks. Yeah, essentially, yeah. And yeah. it's like it's 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 a process to get into the inner sanctum of where Snoop actually resides. A well, Snoop compound. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so well, maybe maybe you have to work that a little bit. You, yeah, you, I haven't I haven't gotten there yet. I mean, you've done Goals. Doug Loves movies, so you certainly have fun. had exposure to to cannabis. Uh, you know, yep. with that. So, yeah. are you a movie fanatic or a fan? You I, you kind of have to be to rate. We've we've been on that as well when he yeah. comes to town. Oh yeah, it's, it's so, a lot of fun. So fun. Well, so fun. I love that show. It's also so nice because people will just, like, send you weed, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Saw you on Doug Lowe's movies. Here's a pound of weed. Yeah. <laughs> All right, great. It's <laughs> just a residual benefit. The last yeah. one that I did with Doug, I just was a special guest for about five minutes, but Joe Matarese was on the show, and that guy has only seen, like, four movies, and that's Rocky <laughs> 1, 2, 3, yeah. and 4. Yeah. Why, like, why yeah. would he have him on the show? <laughs> I don't know. But uh, but he got he got the question right that I had asked. Uh, so it was a, my movie was from Stand by Me. So he's seen Rocky mm. One, Two, Three, and Stand by Me, and that's it. <laughs> so you don't necessarily have to be a movie fan to be on that thing. I always yeah. thought he sort of vetted because mm-hmm. it seems like everyone I've ever been on the show with was yeah like a fan. <laughs> but you know, I'd seen more than four movies. Yeah, a lot of people are big fans. It's always fun going on the show because I'll be like the one in the corner that's like, yeah, Blue Crush. 
Oh, you my know. God. Yeah. <laughs> like, how to lose a guy in 10 days, you know, biodome. And everyone else is like, Shawshank Redemption. And so it's, fun, it's a fun, just fun show. Biodome. So you like kind of cheesy movies then? I love cheesy movies. Really? So much. So the other night I watched, uh, I was telling these guys, we I've been on a cheesy uh, Stallone kick. and the, You know, I love we love Stallone. Cobra and then Tango and Cash. Have you seen? Have you ever seen? No. Okay, those no. some good gotta, quality cheese. Got to put those in your queue. Yeah. All yeah. right, I'll put them in the queue. I'm embarrassed <laughs> to admit how much I loved Son-in-Law when that came out. <laughs> you know, I mean, you mentioned Biodome, and and I look back, and it, you know, I'll see it be coming up on cable, and I'm like, I almost kind of. I almost want to deny the fact how much I loved that movie I, when it came out. I enjoyed it as well. And yeah. it, it has, some movies have a certain dynamic that you like. Like for Paulie Shore, you have to go a long distance to say, like, I remember, what was it? The the arm the last army one that he did with uh, Andy oh in Dick. the army now it was horrible. Is that it? Mm-hmm. And, and you it gotta have to go bad. you have to go a long distance yes. to get a especially if you're on board with other Paulie Shore stuff to say that stunk yeah you know yeah. Biodome I I enjoy <laughs> yeah I did a like son in law I saw it in the movie theater and Me then too. it was on cable not that long ago and I mean he gets up and he does that like hoe down he's <laughs> like hey, oh, grab your partner grab her nugs and I'm like and but back then I was like oh my god nugs it's so funny. <laughs> totally holds up. Yeah. What, what, what's your cheesy, guiltiest pleasure in the in the crappy movie realm? Uh, like a specific movie? Yeah, I didn't think of one. Yeah. Oh boy! You, you said biodome. Uh, I mean, like, is that your Citizen Kane? I can't Kane? believe I'm saying this, but like, <laughs> like burlesque. Oh, that's my movie. You yeah. like? No, I, you don't. I, uh, ask me anything about it. I can tell you the whole deal. I can tell you that they're trying to stop a uh, guy from erecting a building on the site of the burlesque house. What is it called? Where, Air rights? Right. They never <laughs> take. They never take their clothes off, uh, and that. Um, it's it's hilarious. It's hilariously yeah, bad. Yeah. And who is it? Who's who's the guy? Uh, uh, I'm having a brain fart now. He's also in The Devil Wears Prada. Great actor. Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci yeah. playing so another good. gay clothing so wardrobe good. guy. Yeah. Same character from The Devil Wears Prada. Mm-hmm. And and it's so Props. bad. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's just everyone is so so in on it. The soundtrack. <laughs> I work I work a few weeks in Vegas every year. And yeah. Every time I go, I fire up the burlesque soundtrack <laughs> and I just. <laughs> Look out on the strip in my room and just dance. And we're like, yeah, yeah, nice. I love it. It's like in, in in Footloose where you have it's this it's this steel town where all the guys go. The girls never take off their clothes, but they do these sort of Twyla Tharp dance presentations, and they're there. Yeah. So Cher was in that, and in, in Stanley Tucci, who was like the Christina young... Aguilera. Christina Aguilera. Yeah, that's right. And also you had um uh, um. Having a, a, a Veronica Mars, um, yeah. Kristen Bell, Kristen, yes. Kristen yeah. Bell, who's in it as well. She's got, and everyone does their their thing. And so is this like a floundering club? But uh, they it's a floundering have... club. Now, they they, they lip sync, right? So one night the tape breaks. So Christine Aguil- Aguilera, oh, no. sings, and she never knew that she had the most amazing voice ever. Oh my god! I'll never know you have that kind of voice. Cher. And Cher won't really give her a shot. She's like, you can be a bartender. Then... Even after she sang that night, no, then. Then still, yeah, then it, right? then it changes, but it then takes it, a long time. She had to earn it. Okay. Sure did. And yeah. you do it burlesque. That's the thing about burlesque. <laughs> they don't just, it. you have to earn oh, it, yeah. right? Oh, my God. So, I mean, I'm looking at the production level of this club that's floundering. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, yeah. I mean, it's it's like she's like Flo Ziegfeld chair in the back, and it's just it's a, like a corner dump. It actually looks a lot like that uh, royal jelly that used to be at the... Uh, 
Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, the Revel. At the Revel yes. Casino. Yeah, it looks a lot like that. I wonder if that's still, I mean, because it's open now as, as Ocean Resort. I wonder if it's. Uh, I don't know. All right, let me throw another yeah. one at you from, right. just, from Justin to Kelly. From the, Justin uh, to Kelly? Justin Garini oh, and Kelly Clarkson. Oh, I haven't seen that. Uh, right. big Kelly Clarkson guy? I well, like I like movies that are are so e- eager to be good and end up being so bad. And we're now friends with Justin Guarini, mm. and he knows I'm a, I'm a huge fan. You know, it's so bad. It's like one of those ones that's so bad, but you have to watch until the end. Like you got to see how it ends. Yeah, oh, yeah. Have to, yeah, I will watch it every time it's on. Hey, I need to ask a question because Nick is di- diving into your Instagram account and found several pictures of oh. Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson. Taking a selfie with you. Tom is taking the selfie. Oh, yeah. What's that all? How did that happen? That was just a stroke of stroke of pure luck at the, <laughs> no kidding. At the hotel cafe in Hollywood. We were okay. doing we were doing a show. It was like a Monday night or something. Uh oh, oh sweet Tom. We were doing a show at the hotel cafe and uh he was in the crowd and when we walked out to the parking lot, yeah. We as we got a selfie. Yeah, but no, I mean, you got to give me more than that. Okay, so you didn't walk out he, and Tommy. Did, uh, did he come walk over and say, hey, I love the show. Do you mind if I get a picture with you? What, no, what he happened? was like, good show to me and my friend Kate. And then, uh, and we were like, well, wait. <laughs> did you talk it, to him? Let's get it writing, Tom. <laughs> no, it was pretty, it was pretty quick because people started to swarm around. But he kind of like said something to us as he was leaving and then. And then we were like, well, we need a photo <laughs> and read it too. And then, uh, and then he was like, you know, we, I think we were trying to take the photo. We were having, a, trying to get someone to take it. And he was like, give me that thing. And he was like, I got this. And he like took a bunch of selfies. That and is so cool. And he just happened to be in the audience that night. Yeah. Wow. Did you know he was in the audience before you got out to the parking no, lot? No. Would, would you wow. have had a seizure had you known he was in the audience? Question. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I probably would have done something dumb, like try to make a castaway joke. <laughs> right. Did you find out why he was in the audience? Was he there specifically to see you? Is he just uh Yeah, he's been a big fan for years. <laughs> yes. You know, and I can't blame him. Uh, I just want to tell you I'm a huge fan. <laughs> I was like, I know Tom. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, thank you we're, for the fan mail. We're doing Apollo thirteen too, and we'd love you to be here. <laughs> After the landing, God, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty awesome. That's that was, it was. If cool. nothing else happens in your life, that's worth it, right there. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's that's a lot of amazing. nights where you do shows in Hollywood, and you're kind of like, meh. And then there's nights like that. It's just like anything; you can bump into anyone, so it's it's fun. Have you have you hung with? So Adam McKay is one of the guys behind. He's yeah. a friend of the show. Uh, uh, yeah. You know, of uh, Funny or Die. Have you have you met him? Talked with him? Not a great deal. He wasn't roaming through. You know, I spent most of the time just in the kitchen at that place. And I didn't really. You never saw him. No, not a lot. Saw Will a few times, like, getting into hair and makeup and stuff. But I didn't see Adam a lot. Is that, so there's stuff always in production there at their yeah. facility? Okay. A lot of the time, yeah. The bottom floor of Funny or Die is, like, a big kind of, they have soundstage and uh, stuff like that. Green rooms and so. Okay. Cause they shoot a lot of uh, the sketches down there. I see the a, a ton of stuff. And, and it, it, it's not as viral as it used to be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So it's a uh, it's it's because well, uh, there's so many more so many videos they, now. Yeah. yeah, they've shifted more into producing uh, full <laughs> TV shows than than sketches. It used to be just all kind of short form stuff, and now they're oh. now they're like, let's make more money. Oh, we also found a uh, <laughs> topless picture of you with some rainbow things on what your. What are you nipples. talking about? <laughs> on your Instagram account? Oh, my pasties? Yeah, yeah. Are this it's what, a, Mickey Mouse pasties? What was going on that this day? Things hardly hung on. Dude. That was <laughs> now, did you day. get those at an estate sale? <laughs> <laughs> Those were secondhand. Uh, Becky yeah. Robinson 4, by the way, for our listeners who want to stalk you now on Instagram. <laughs> oh, wow. There's not uh, a shortage of bikini shots and oh, 
my god! Topless photos. <laughs> yeah, that was the hottest day, and I think I was really hungover. And uh, was that the Tom Hanks parade? That was the Tom Hanks parade, the Pride parade. Yeah, that was a character called Patty. And, uh, oh, yeah, Patty character. <laughs> you can do anything. Anything you want. That's right. That's what's do beautiful you, about. Do you do a character called Susie Chapstick? Yeah. You know Susie Chapstick? I rem- so there used to be years ago when I saw the reference. I'm like, holy crap. Susie, the, the, Susie Chaffee. Susie Chaffee. Yeah. She did a whole... Rumor was she had had a, uh, a, 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 an affair with Ted Kennedy. Do you remember that? I did not know okay, that. Okay, so, so, but she's Susie Chapstick. And, and so uh, do people... Because I, I, I busted out laughing, but <laughs> the whole commercial was her. She owed all her success to the chapstick she was yeah, using. Yeah, her commercials were so classic. Yeah, yeah. Man, when my lips get chapped, <laughs> I like to pull out... She's... Oh, I love them. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, if you yeah Google Susie Chapstick if you haven't seen it before, they're classic. Um, yeah, I uh, I started. My parents knew who she was. We she came out of Susie was invented for me from time. I, yeah, I uh, I went home to visit my mom because she was about to get what we thought was going to be some some bad health news. Yeah, so I was like, I'm going to go home and, and surprise her and cheer her up, and so. We went, and her doctor had basically told her that her cancer was coming back. Oh. And then. Uh, they wouldn't give her any answers until we kept going back and kept going back. And then um, finally she was like, I just need to go in there and get some answers. So she like busted down the door at her doctor's office. We played that song Move by Ludacris on the way in. Just like I was trying to get her pumped up and we went back in and they basically told her that was like a mistake. Oh, my God. And that it wasn't coming back and that like whatever nodules they found were not cancer. And so I'm dying to see where the hell you got Susie Chaps. <laughs> so we, went, we went night skiing to celebrate and I had like all these wigs because nice. I was like, well, I got to make her laugh if things are really going to go bad. So right. I, I had all these wigs and costumes with me just in case she needed like, you know, me to clown around for her for a while. So we all put on like costumes and went up to Ski Bowl in Oregon and went night skiing and someone was playing like ZZ Top <laughs> and I started kind of like doing some, some I don't know, some moves. Big slalom like, moves. Some chaps stuff yeah. and that was how she was invented. Wow, oh, that's cool. Yeah, so it, yeah. It can come from anywhere. Come from every, anywhere, yeah. That's and then wild. she ended up being the closing character of my set uh, just for laughs this past summer. So nice. oh, very cool. Nice. It was yeah, fun. Well, Becky's going to be playing Helium Comedy Club tonight. This is a seven thirty show, and then seven thirty and ten tomorrow. Just one show tonight, seven thirty. Yeah. Okay. Seven thirty show, and then two tomorrow, seven thirty and ten. Yeah. Check out her Instagram account, and you never know. Tom Hanks might be in the yeah. audience. Uh-huh. He's a huge or, fan. Or pasties. Or you never know. You never know what might happen. All right, well, thanks for stopping by. Have fun while you're in Philly. Thank you so much. Appreciate thanks for having it. me. Becky Robinson. Yay! Guys. We'll take a break. We'll come back in a moment. Stay with us. Here we go. Here comes the MM Army. What's going on? Join the MM Army tonight from 5 to 7 at Reba's Water Ice on Byberry Road in Northeast Philly for Alex's Lemonade Spirit Night. Tonight from 8 to 10, Sarah rocks Tollman Joe's, 26th East Oregon Avenue in South Philly. Hang with Jackie Bam Bam tomorrow from 10 till noon at Cowtown Farmer's Market, 780 Harding Highway, Piles Grove, New Jersey. 93.3 WMMR. Everything and everywhere that rocks. I just saw this. We also have the Adrian Zmed interview. Oh yeah, uh, up on our Daily Rush video too. Uh, so was somebody scary. was my brother-in-law was asking me uh, yesterday. It was some of our favorite interviews. I'd have to rank Adrian Zmed. It was way up there. Way up there. I agree. I and agree. Some people, though, who's Adrian Zmed? You know who Adrian Zmed is. Yeah, you do. You just don't know. You know who Adrian's met. Yep, he. You. You trust me. You would know who he is. And uh, <laughs> look at this photo that I, Nick Murphy used. Yep. 
It's, it's a picture of the guy who we had get a huge Adrian Zemed tattoo <laughs> on his chest. Unreal. And Adrian reacting to the news that this guy got this done. And his That's face awesome. just is like, I can't believe I'm seeing that. You know what was, the great, was such a great part of that interview is the sort of... He loved how wrong uh, Bachelor Party was. Oh, yeah. He loved yeah. being a part of that, uh, we, you know, stuff that was just not even remotely politically correct. Mm-hmm. And, the fact uh, that they a, almost killed the donkey. They, they, they did, and they had to bring it back. <laughs> they had yeah. to resuscitate that donkey. Yeah. did not know that. He was wonderful, and yeah. uh, that one I can't wait to watch, so hopefully you <laughs> will see it as well on PressInSteve.com. I want to mention, Case, do we have the details of the uh, Belly Flop Championship? I haven't mentioned that oh, one time uh, this yeah, morning. Yeah, you know, I should probably go grab those in the other uh, studio. Uh, just kind of hold I'll you so- over. I'll solo for July a 11th. Yeah, July 11th is going to be taken at the Valley Beach Club at Valley Forge Casino Resort. And it is the Preston and Steve Belly Flop Championship of the World Battle of the Sexes edition. We're putting, we're putting the emphasis on getting female comp- uh, competitors this time around. We've had one a girl that got involved, and um, I, th- I think there's a misconception that you need to be large to do this. You certainly do not need to be a large. If you are, rock on. Anybody and everybody can do this. You just have to be at least 21 years of age. And we're going to have a male division and a female division. And when we have a male and female winner, uh, each, by the way, is going to get a $500 cash prize and tickets to see the Rolling Stones in concert. Oh, well, there you go. But then I think we're going to have uh, the, the the male and female champions face off against each other for honorary title of uh, Belly Flop Champion. So Why not? It's going to be great. We've this, this event has grown into the spectacle that it is, and it's free. It is free for spectators who want to come out and join us for this on July 11th. What we need is for people to sign up. And so that is available at events at WMMR.com. So go to WMMR.com, find events, or there's probably a link right on the on the front page. And and get signed up. The deadline is Monday, July 8th. Need some pictures and information, and then we're off and running. Love it. So we want you to be a part of that. I just want to hit that. Hey, uh, we're gonna play we're gonna do a contest. Yay! We're gonna do loop there it is, which we have not done in a while. Yep. Loop there it is, where we take a segment of a song. Loop it over and over and over. It sounds like it's easy, but it's actually very difficult. And we have a ton of prizes. Case, you want to mention some of them? Uh, yeah, I mean, we have gift cards to the Irish Pub. Uh, we have uh, VIP passes to either join myself or Nick at Club Risque for cash boob. <laughs> for what? I don't know. All right. For cash boob, uh, we have tickets to see John Cusack, and there's a screening of Say Anything, followed by an actual live conversation with John about his career. We've got the Yard Summer Crush, and then we uh, have uh, passes to join Marissa for a uh, wine and cheese party next week. There's a whole bunch of really good stuff there. Yeah. All right, so while you're getting on board, uh, and we'll get the callers lined up, um, I have a couple things I want to do. i got a a shard out, if you don't mind. Now, did I do this one yesterday? It was somebody proposed. No, I think I skipped it because they were going to propose yesterday. Let me uh, quickly go listen to yesterday's show. <laughs> it says, hey, Presbo, was hoping to get a little baby shard out. I'm uh, proposing tomorrow, June 20th, to my best friend, which I'm both incredibly excited and terrified about and wanted to share it with you guys. I've been listening since I was in high school and started driving. I'm now 24. You guys are a bigger part of my life than you realize and make every morning a hundred times better. Please keep doing what you do and rocking out with your... Seize out. Yeah. Love you guys forever, and that is from Logan. So here's a shard out, and 
I hope it went well. <laughs> I hope she said yes, or he said yes, or whoever you're He's proposing. the Wolverine. You got to say yes. Uh, and then this one says, hey, I am from Jersey, uh, but moved away about seven years ago. Listen to you guys since Y100 Today's podcast daily, and now I live in Champaign, Illinois, the butthole of America. <laughs> podcast 618. Just wondering, since I'm currently living in the butthole, might I get a shard out, making me the official representative of the butthole of America? Thanks. And that is from Dan Gershman. Dan, here you go. There you go, my man. All right. And then uh, while we're still getting some people lined up, I have a couple of uh, audio clips. I've realized that I let audio clips slide, and uh, sometimes they get away from us, and they're too long gone to actually play. So I want to make sure that we play them from time to time when, okay. we, have, when we have a minute. Um, so let's play one of um, Anderson Cooper oh. with a final farewell to his mother, Gloria Vanderbilt. I've not heard this yet. So, you know, he was, he's was he been off, obviously, since his, his mother was diagnosed with stomach cancer, Gloria Vanderbilt. And she uh, had a very um, precipitous slide down to death. So, uh, so he's been off for a while. But he was back last night to give... Um, you know his his feelings and his take, and what he says here is is so uh, I think really sad and but sweet. Aww. And um, there's a pause, but that's him collecting himself. But okay. give a listen to the clip. Here we go. My mom would be stunned by all the attention and, and the kind words that have been written and spoken about her. Right now, things seem a lot less bright and magical without her. My dad died when I was ten, and my brother when I when I was twenty one. She was the last of my immediate family, the last person who knew me from the beginning. They're all gone, and it feels very lonely right now. I hope they are at least together. Oh, man. Oh. You know, one of the reasons I love him, too, though, he's not afraid to be emotional yeah. out in the public. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. Well, yeah. It's clear how much his mom, I mean, your mom always means the, you know, the yeah. world to you, but, but I mean, uh, you know, for years and years and years and years, you know, I, I mean, my mom, you know, she she passed when I was 20, 21. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I, there's I know every aspect of her still. It's it stayed with me forever. You know, she, a good portion of my sense of humor came from my my mom. The stuff that's more whimsical yeah. and life affirming, whereas the more the more dark and sick stuff is from my dad. But uh, it's uh, it's all, you know, these are people they, they build you, you yeah. know. It's it's amazing to me how big of an international, uh, I'll call him a celebrity or, or star or whatever he is because when I was in high school, our morning announcements changed over, I think, my junior year to a thing called Channel One. Yeah. And it, that was, like, broadcast throughout high schools throughout the entire country. That was and Anderson he, Cooper? And Anderson Cooper was one of the reporters and anchors of that. Okay. And that's basically... I don't want to say where where he got his start because I guess it's kind of a big deal if you're broadcasting to you know thousands of high schools across yeah. the country. Well, I'm, I'm a little bit older, and our morning announcements were done by Aaron Burr. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow! And it was incredible. Yeah, well, had yeah. to have been. It was all right. And then one lighter clip to play, and this is uh, so Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis uh, were apparently uh, in touch. Gossip magazine had. Said that they broke up. Said they, they were done. If you if you read in touch online or you pick it up at this, please be aware that every word in it is an abject lie. It's true, and, yeah. and, and, and everyone knows yeah. it. And, yeah. and so uh, they have a story that 
they start to go through as they're sitting in the car and she calls it up on her cell phone yeah. and they start addressing it. Here we go. Babe, what's happening? What's going on? It's over between us. It's okay. over between us? Yeah. Oh my God, what are we going to do? I felt suffocated. You felt suffocated by me? Oh, I was just so overbearing, wasn't I? Also. What else is going on? I took the kids. Oh, you took the kids? I don't get the kids anymore? Well, yeah, I get you had a, a very dark secret exposed. Oh my gosh, what was the dark secret? I only have this photo. Must have been really dark. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Completely I, I absolutely out of thin air. Love that. Yeah. That's hilarious. Wow. Okay, so uh, I'll try to get these uh, clips out to you a little more often, friends. All right, Loop, there it is. Hey! Want to play? Yeah, All right. Very simple. Marissa has taken a segment of music. She makes some of them difficult and some of them a little bit easier. I don't know why I like this game so much, but it's, uh, you know, I I, I don't play many games well. It's fun to try and figure out, you know? Uh, So Yeah, I'm a little bummed that I don't get to play because I'm the one who has to, like, cue up the music. you know what they are. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, me too. So, unfortunately. But you guys on the other side of the board there, Nick and Kathy, you guys can play along. Uh, So, we're looking for callers, and uh, we'll go through... Three callers per clip. If we don't get a winner, we'll dispose of it and move on to the next All one. All right. All right. So uh, Ryan is up first. Hey, Ryan. How you doing, man? Hey, good morning. Ranch, dressing, <laughs> pizza, rock. <laughs> well, very cool. I'll just pretend like I knew what he said. Ranch, <laughs> pizza, and dressing, rock. Oh, nice. Okay, Ryan. I'm going to play a clip of a song. It's a very short clip that has been looped over and over and over. If you can identify the song, you win a prize. You get it? Yes, let's do it. All right. Here we go, Ryan. Listen up. I know the band. I don't know the name of the song. All right, Ryan. Uh, yeah, Mr. Rogers theme song. No. So close. (laughs) Sorry, buddy. Gotta let you go. All right, let me go next to Mike. Hey, Mike. Hey, how do you get Dick? How do you get Dick from Richard? <laughs> that was a uh, the world conversation from a while ago. Never know. How do you get Dick from Richard? All right, Mike, you ready? Yes. Here we go. All right, Mike. Any idea? <laughs> no clue. It sounds like I'm in the middle of a machine. All right, thanks. It reminds me of actually is uh, the beginning of uh, Fat Albert. Oh my God, it does. If you, if you is it pull, this game? Yeah, if you pull yeah. that up. I can't uh, say what to say. Nah. Nope. All right. Nope. We'll get one more caller, and then and then I want to play that uh, the Fat Albert thing. I'm going to go to Shannon. Hey, Shannon. Hey, bitches. Hey, hey what? what? All right, Shannon. Here's your song. Listen up. All right, Shannon. I have not a clue in the world. Wow. Anybody getting it on the text? Yes, yes. Yeah. but I didn't get it. I, I I didn't know until I saw the text board. You know what? And people have asked us, Casey yeah. and Marissa, if we can play the whole clip. We have after, or We do. Yeah. Okay. Um, Let me know when you're ready because it's ready to go. You know what? Hit it. Hit okay. it. Fire it up. Right there. Right. Give it away. Yeah. Go. Give it away. I knew it was the chili pepper. Or it might be this. Casey, hit it. All right. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. 
Very similar. All right, and if so, you're not careful, you might end up in prison near Preston. All right, that is a no winner on that wow. one. Wow, a stumper. Okay, let's move on to our next caller, and we have Patrick. Hi, Patrick. Gadzooks. Gadzooks. All right, Patrick. Uh, let's try the next one. Casey, you ready? Yes, sir. All right, here we go. Sounds like the Cosby Show. That's very little to go on. I think I know this. Sorry. Patrick, write it down. Any idea? Can I get it one more time? Yeah. Nick seems confident. Let's see if he has it. All right, Patrick. How do you say hello? No. Oh. Oh. Right. No, Nick wrote it down, and he has the correct answer, so it is gettable. I will go next to Paul. Hey there, Paul. Hey. All right, Paul, you ready? Sure. Listen closely. Paul? Preston, I think the piccolo gives it away. <laughs> Paul, you want to take a crack at it? Well, if Nick got it, it must be We've Got Tonight. <laughs> Good guess. Good guess. I like you trying that out. That's incorrect. Sorry. We'll go to one more caller, and it is uh, Joshua. Is it Joshua or Joshua? <laughs> Joshua. Hi, <All right>, Joshua. <laughs> That's how it's spelled. Uh, one more time. Here we go. Joshua, what do you think? Uh, sounds too much like an ultrasound. <laughs> You're <laughs> yeah, right. She does. You're right. We had it filtered a little bit. Yeah. You want to guess? Uh, no. All right. And o for two. Uh, it's thunderstruck uh, from ACDC. Uh, yeah. There you go. It's tough when you take just a little bit of it. All right, we'll queue up another one. We'll get some more callers. Maybe we can give something away here. Because like I said, she makes them hard. She makes them easy. We'll see if we get an easy one next. Hey, Matt, you're on the air. Hey, man. Hey, good morning. What are you, Mar? How are uh, you? All right, you ready, dude? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, here we go. Oh. Wow, it starts to sound like techno music after yeah. a while. Matt, yeah. any any idea what that is? Uh, it sounds like the uh, Build Me Up Buttercup song. That is incorrect. Uh, Sorry. Uh, Let's put it this way. MMR would never play this song. Right. Okay, I will give you that. This is out of our format for sure. I'll go to Chuck next. Hey, Chuck. Hey, good morning, guys. All right, Chuck. How have you been doing so far? Good, good. Uh, I've been I've been getting them all wrong. Oh, so you've been consistently so wrong. Not so really good. good. All right, Chuck, here's the third one. Let's see if you can get it. Here we go. <laughs> Kathy, you don't know this one? You're shaking your head. No. Okay. I, I guarantee you, you brush your teeth to it every morning. <laughs> hey, uh, Chuck, any idea? Um... No. All right. No, wow. Thanks, man. We're getting we're getting the correct answers via the text. Marissa, should we we should we get a winner via text if we don't get them on the phone? All right. We let's, we're gonna we're gonna switch over to that. I'll go to Jim next. Hey, Jim. Hey, Grandma. Hey, Grandma. <laughs> All right, Jim. 
I'm going to play it one more time. You ready? Yep. Listen to the very beginning of it. That's what gives it away. Here we go. And I'm now going to have. I'm now going to have to ask for an answer. All right. It was my wedding song. Wham! Wake me up before you go. That's it. Yep, that's wow. absolutely correct. Jim, hang on the line because we got a prize for you, Case. All right, for you, Jim, we have a $25 Irish Pub gift card. Congratulations. So do you hear it now at the very beginning yeah. there? It's the very... Case, I can't automatically go to the beginning on this keyboard anymore, unfortunately. But here it is. Listen. And it that's the beginning of it. And if you play the rest of it... And that is that. Watching the video, that son of a bitch had some white teeth. Yes, he did. All right, we will get a next. Uh, we'll get our next one lined up, and I will go to Bob. Hey, Bob. Hey, what's going on, man? Yo, bud, we are playing loop. There it is, and we want to give you a shot at it. You ready? Yeah. All right, listen very closely because here is your clip looped. I got it. All right, what is it? Uh, we're not going to take it by Twisted Sister. That's exactly yeah! right. Yeah! Out of the great, the late, great A.J. Perro on the drums playing this song. And there's the whole clip. Case, what are we going to give to this young man? We have a pair of passes to join Marissa for a five-star date night wine and cheese party on June 25th from 6 to uh, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. at Arch Enemy Arts in Old City. And you're also going to win a pair of passes to a screening on uh, Wednesday, June 10th at 7.30 at the UA Riverview for Stuber. All right, fair enough. And another one. Let's go to, I believe Brian is up next. Hi, Brian, you're on the air. Down there, hair. <laughs> Down there, hair. It goes back to Y100. <clears throat> All right, here we go, Brian. You ready? Yep. Next clip coming now. <laughs> that one's hard. That, yeah, I'm I didn't, having trouble. I didn't, I didn't even look at the... Uh, I got it in my head. Oh, um, they will force us. We will be victorious. Nope. I'll stop you right there because that's the wrong song uh, you're singing. So sorry, my man. All right, not that. Right. <laughs> we'll go next to Joe. Hey, Joe, how are you? Gadzooks, guys. Gadzooks to you, buddy. All right, listen up because here is the loop. Listen closely. Now I finally... You got it? Yeah, but I... You I, can I, pick it out. Well, I knew what the is... answer. I, I, I looked at the oh. answer, but I didn't. Re- I couldn't figure out what part of the song yeah. it was from, and now I know. It's All the right. beginning, right? No, no. it's oh, not. it's not? It's in the it's middle. the middle of the beginning. All right, so what's the answer, bud? Is it Beautiful People? No. Mm. Good guess, uh, but that's incorrect, and we'll go to one more. We're getting a lot of texts that are getting it correct, and I will go to Chris. Hey, Chris. Hey. All right, bud. Here is your loop. You ready? Uh, yeah. Okay. Chris, I need an answer. What is it? Why can't I get the Wham song? Yeah! 
This is from Wham. No. No, it's not. Uh, no answer? No. Nah, All right. Know. Sorry, that's incorrect. So Marissa is going to grab a uh, text, or she's calling somebody now to see if we can get them on the phone line and uh, have their answer. But if they don't answer, then we got to call somebody else. Is that how? Wait, wait. She's holding up her index finger, indicating that someone is on the other end, and she's her her mouth is moving. That means it's a human being that she's actually talking to. So you're going to put them on hold, and we will get the correct answer. And that person that we are going to <laughs> happens to be named Kyle, and I have him on the line. Hey, Kyle. Hello. Uh, yeah, wide angle, Kyle. Do me a favor <laughs> and tell me what song we've been playing a loop of. That was uh, Holiday by Green Day. Yes, it oh! is. Holiday from Green Day. Yep, hang on just a second. It's That is yeah. right when the, yeah, uh, yeah. he goes, the representative from uh, California or has the floor. Listen. The representative from California has the floor. Nice job, Kyle. Casey. What are we giving the man? All right, for you, Kyle, we have a case of Yard Summer Crush. Yard Summer Crush is an easy drinking weed beer with a juicy citrus finish that transport you to a bright summer day and hot summer nights. <laughs> uh, what? That transport you yeah, to, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, to another yeah, hot day. Listen, hey, it's okay. I'm meaning this. Every know, single word I'm I know saying. <laughs> this 5% ABV crushable delight is brewed with orange and lime zest, and it's available at Joe Canals in Delran. Very nice. Right. Uh, next caller, next loop. I'm going to go to Jerry. Hey there, Jerry. It's just that you look so nice today. <laughs> it's true. Thank you. Just one of the guys. Jerry, we have a loop. You ready? Let's do it. Here we go. Wow, nice edit on that, Marissa. What song is that, Jerry? It's uh, Spin Doctors, Two Princes. That is yeah! Well done. That is how you do it. Hang on a second. All right, Case, what are we going to give Jerry? Hey, we're going to give you a $25 gift card to the Irish Pub in Philadelphia, 20th and Walnut. And I just want to remind people that uh, we're still looking for riders for the Bend to the Shore bike tour. If you go to my Twitter account, you can join Team WMMR Rock and Rollers. There are a few more slots that are guaranteed to have a free team jersey. By the way, I want to go to the defense of the uh, of the Spin Doctors. I think they're unnecessarily beat up on. I agree. I, some fun songs out of that band. They were they wrote some hooky stuff, yep. and, and uh, I would have loved for them to have continued. And Chris Barron, lead singer, super nice guy. Met him on a few occasions, and uh, couldn't have been more friendly. So uh, don't beat up on them too bad. Yeah. All right, we're gonna go next to uh, JD. Hey, JD. Hey, Durka, Durka, Durka. Durka. All right, dude, we're going to do another loop. Fresh, brand new, just for you. You ready? Yep. All right, here we go. Look at how much Marissa's smiling. That was a good one. You don't know that, J.D.? No, I got nothing. All right, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Let me go to... John next. Hey, John. Hey, guys. How are you? Good, man. We're playing loop. There it is. You want to hear that one? I sure do. All right. Here we go. (laughs) All right, John. What do you think? Not a clue, guys. All right. Thanks. Uh, 
We'll do one more caller on that, and we'll get a texter if we can't get a winner on this particular one. I'll go to Matt next. I think he's going to get it, though. Hey, Matt. Hey. hey you want to hear that again? Uh, no, I think I got it. What is it? Uh, Weezer Island in the Sun. That's exactly yeah. correct, sir. Absolutely correct case. What are we going to give the man? All right, for you. Matt, Mr. Man, uh, we have a pair of passes to join Marissa for a five-star date night wine and cheese party. It's going to be on June 25th from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. at Arch Enemy Arts in Old City. And you will also get a pair of passes to our screening on uh, Wednesday, June 10th at 7.30 p.m. at the UA Riverview of the movie Stuber. Excellent. Hang on the line. That was a good loop. I love that one. All right, we have uh, we have some more teed up and ready to go. So let's get another caller on the line. It is Kate that is on next. Hi, Kate. Hey, Gadzooks. Gadzooks. Kate, we're playing loop. There it is. Are you all set? I'm ready. Here uh-huh. comes your song. Listen. <laughs> I think that one's pretty easy. This Kate? Is, uh, counting... Is it Counting Crows, Mr. Jones? It is! Yeah. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Absolutely correct. Hang on just a second. We'll get you in, Case. All right, we got a case of Yard Summer Crush. Yard Summer Crush is an easy-drinking wheat beer with juicy citrus finish that transports you to a bright summer day and hot summer nights. This 5% ABV crushable delight is brewed with orange and lime zest and available at Cork and Bottle in Wildwood. Very good. Uh, Nick found out, going back to the uh, the Spin Doctors loop that we played, they're going to be at the Sellersville Theater. When? Uh, September 22nd. We should see what day of the week that is. It's Sunday. Okay. But that maybe we can... Uh, tough. Yeah, depending on the tour, but um, yeah. we have a great working relationship with that theater, so maybe we can get them in. Yeah, well, let's see about that. All right. Uh, That'd be cool. Let's go to another caller, and we are going to go to Ed next. Hey there, Ed. Aha. Oh. Thank you, Ed. All right, be that way. Uh, yeah. <laughs> let's, go, let's go to Jason. Hi, Jason. Gadzooks. Gadzooks, Jason. All right. You ready to give this thing a shot? Let's go. All right, here is your loop. Listen closely. <laughs> Jason, that's an easy one. What is it? I got nothing. Oh! oh I thought it was a gimme. Sorry, sir. We'll try it on the next caller, and that happens to be Steve. Hey, Steve. Hey, good morning. All right, you ready, Steve? I am. Hey, Steve. Hey, Steve. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> i try to give him about 10 seconds yeah. or so. Steve, what do you think? Uh, is it I want to be sedated? It is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yes, it is. Oh, that's not the song. Hang on. Yeah, now you're ready to do it. Up oh, wait. Here. <laughs> no, no, no. What are we going to give Steve for the correct answer? We have a pair of tickets to join John Cusack for a screening of Say Anything, followed by a live conversation regarding his career and the making of the film. It's this Saturday, June 22nd at the Kimmel Center. Tickets are on sale now at KimmelCenter.org. All right. Uh... Do one more. All right. Next Just which one, one you there? more. Do this one. Top one. All right. Yeah. All right. I will go to John. I think we're going to try John. Hey, John. Hello? Yeah. You, on, you there, John? I'm here. All right. You ready to try this out? 
I'll try it. It's our last one. Here we go. This one's really hard. John, any idea? Give me like a couple seconds. I'm thinking. I don't want to say the wrong thing. Okay. John. Um, I need yeah, an answer. I, I can't get it. All right. Sorry, All right. buddy. Gotta let you go. Let's try. Oh, wait. No, that's Steve who already won something. Let me go to Greg. Hey there, Greg. Hey, bitch. Hey, what? All right, Greg. Here we go. Listen closely. Here it is. Our texters are getting it right. Can you get it right, Greg? Dude, I can. I got another. It sounds fun, though. It is very fun sounding. You can't take that away from it. Thank you, Greg. Sorry about that. All right, one last caller, and then we go to a text if you can't get it right. Hello, Lewis. Hey, third guy at work. You're doing no sort of bothering at all, sir. We're playing a game. You ready for your loop? Yeah, I feel like I should know it, but I, I don't know if it's coming to me. You should know it. This is a song you have probably heard hundreds of times. Here we go. <laughs> I love the way it sounds. Yeah. They should play at summer camps. Lewis, any idea? Nah, man. Everyone have a good time at too many games this weekend. <laughs> All right. I got you. Thanks, man. By the way, somebody texts in and says, is it Dustin Hoffman saying burn repeatedly? <laughs> <laughs> no, I will tell you conclusively that it All is right. not that. Marissa has found a texter who got it right. She just chose them randomly. Calling them up right now to see if we can get them on the line and give us a correct answer. So I'm going to go to Justin. Oh, yeah, hey, Justin. Hey. You're on the air, buddy. Hey, how you doing? Awesome, Good. man. How, how are, are you? you? Good. Excellent. Tell the body at work. No, you're not doing anything. <laughs> what What song is that? It's uh, R.E.M. End of the World. Yeah, End of the oh! World. You know, that's absolutely correct. This is the clip that it's from. I'll play this real quickly. Listen. Leonard Bernstein. Uh, that's it. Burn, 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 Alright, Casey, what are you giving Justin? I got a Casey Yard Summer Crush. Yard Summer Crush is an easy drinking weed beer with a juicy citrus finish that transports you to bright summer days and hot summer nights. The 5% ABV Crushable Delight is brewed. Shut up. With orange and lime zest and available at Wineworks in Marlton. Alright, thank you for playing Loop. There it is. That was a good one. And thank you to Marissa for putting together all those uh, little little ditties for us. We appreciate it. Uh, some easy, some hard. And we congratulate all the winners. Uh, we are going to take a break. As we are taking a break, if you didn't win something that way, maybe you can win something now. We have a chance to win a pair of VIP passes Ooh. for you and a guest to attend our cash boob party at Clubber's Gay in Bristol, <laughs> Wednesday the 26th, next Wednesday from 8 to 10 p.m. Casey Boy will be there, and you'll be there with him. And includes a one-hour VIP open bar at 8 o'clock. And your shot to grab cash and other prizes in their cash boob. supposed to be a booth. Cash boob that night. So What's we'll, your name? Let's take, let's take six callers, <laughs> and we'll put you on the guest list. 
open bar for an hour. I can't beat that. 215-263-WMMR. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a moment. We'll get to the B file, and we got more stuff to give away before the day's up, too. Stay with us. Hey, podcaster, would you like to join me, Marissa, for that five-star date night wine and cheese party? Here's what you got to do. Email your name, age, and phone number to podcast at WMMR.com. Now it's all going down next Tuesday, June 25th in Old City, so get those entries in now. This party, which I promise is going to be fun, is courtesy of the new movie, Stuber, opening in theaters July 12th. Grab a snack for the game. A snack. Uh, I'm going to give away. You can have a snack at Irish Pub. <laughs> oh, yes, and they're very good. Yeah, I've got the last of the $25 gift cards to give away right now. I'll take three callers at 215-263-WMMR. Don't forget they have happy hour specials at Irish Pub every single weekday. Uh, follow them on Instagram at Irish Pub Philly. Uh, to stay current on their latest specials. And they brought in this morning, they brought in the chicken thumbs, and they brought in, the, uh, the uh, of course, the shepherd's pie, which we, I demand that they bring anytime they come by here. I freaking love chicken thumbs. It is good stuff. So uh, call now, and we'll see if we can set you up with that. We're going to do the Bizarre File, so let's go ahead. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. This morning, it is brought to you by Robbins Diamonds in Tax-Free Delaware with thousands of rings in self-serve cases and absolutely no sales tax versus the 8% tax in Philly Robbins Delaware Diamonds. Where do we go now? Let's go to Montana. How about that? Yeah. A woman had to be airlifted from a trail in the Bitterroot, that's the name of this area, after being bitten by a tick on Sunday. She had to be airlifted after getting a tick bite? What happened? Never heard of this before. Jackie Doyle was hiking with her friend Lance Jones up a trail when suddenly she felt an intense pain on her breast, followed by nausea. So I felt like my chest was going to start swelling up. So I just, like, cut my sports bra off that I was wearing, and I investigated the spot, and there was this big red bullseye. She had a tick burrowed into her skin, and she said that's what caused the reaction. I guess she got a really quick or some type of allergic reaction out of it. (laughs) They started to leave the trail, but uh, still a few miles out, had to stop because uh, she didn't have the energy to keep going, and she was vomiting every four minutes. Uh, She said, God, I told Lance, uh, I'm not walking out of here tonight. I'm either staying in here overnight or you need to go get help. Uh, so he went and got help to a, he took a, a point with his emergency tracker to send to some friends and then ran out to go get cell service. He was, uh, and a sandwich. She, she was alone in the woods for three hours before help arrived. The fire department showed up and the air rescue had to lift her, uh, to the hospital. So what was the reasoning that a, a, a regular take, a deer take? I didn't get any information outside that of would that. cause that immediate yeah. reaction. That's usually, I mean, certainly it's not good, but that's usually not the case. Yeah. Uh, here's a follow-up story for you. A man who promised that he would turn himself in if his wanted post on Facebook got 15,000 likes on the Torrington Police Department's Facebook page has made good on his promise, finally. Oh, well, that's good. Uh, but not until the post reached more than 29,000 likes. What? Uh, Jose Sims was wanted for seven counts of failure to appear in court, prompting police to share his wanted poster on their Facebook page. Now, that was back in May, May 22nd. He broke his promise. Sims, apparently, spotting the post, reached out to police, saying he would come in if the post reached 20,000 likes. Police officials countered with 10,000 likes, and the cops and suspects had split the difference at 15,000. Is he now an influencer? 
He may very well be. Yeah. But as the number soared well past 15,000, Sims had yet to turn himself in. Tips and leads poured in from there on Wednesday, nearly a month after promising to turn himself in. Sims called the police to have come, them come pick him up. Uh, at the time that he turned himself in, police said the Facebook post had more than 29,000 likes <laughs> and more than 1,700 comments. It's insane. Sims was uh, taken into custody and charged with four counts of first-degree failure to appear and three counts of second-degree failure to appear, and he was held on $30,000 bail and is scheduled to face a judge this week. Uh, all right, anybody who has uh, motivation issues during a Colorado marathon, this would do the trick for you. Some participants in the Leadville Trail Marathon were shocked when a bear darted across the path. And there's there's video of it. There's pictures for sure. Uh, somebody managed to capture the moment on camera. Uh, five more miles. Uh, the runner who witnessed it said that they've never seen anything like that experience happen before during a marathon. Now, do you think a bear would? Do you think it would crap in the woods or right there on the on the road like the rest of the? It crap right on the road. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Just to stop being a Come bear. Come on, man! I'm competing. Be a bear, being a bear for a moment. A uh, German man is in court facing manslaughter charges for killing his new wife in a 48 hour BDSM sex session Ooh. just days after they walked down the aisle together. Ralph Jankus and his wife Christelle took part in a 48 hour sex session. Uh, he claims. Uh, she suffered severe internal injuries, allegedly after a sharp object was inserted. I forgot a safe word. Uh, when emergency services were called four days later, they were unable to save her. Self-confessed uh, sadomasochist Jankus faces manslaughter charges at the court in Western Germany. I wonder how often stuff like this, that people are into the real heavy stuff, how yeah. often someone gets killed. Yeah. I think this guy is more than... I, th- I Just think a he, murderer? I think he's a murderer, yeah. Because yeah. uh, I read further into the story. He's being prosecuted for failing to call help, allegedly leaving her injured for four days. Yeah, that uh, sounds he, like a murder. Yeah, he claims he was not aware that his wife was seriously ill, so hopefully this guy's going to jail. And then we'll do one more story, and we will wrap it up. Let's end with this one. An apparent feud between homeowners led to an alleged arsonist setting fire to her neighbor's home, and the alleged cl- crime was caught on her own cameras. <laughs> yeah, she caught herself. I feel so stupid. Uh, officials realize images from the surveillance video shot with the alleged arsonist's own camera, or they released them, I should say. Around 2.45 on June 10th, firefighters were called to a house fire. They were able to knock down the huge flames in the garage by fighting the fire from the perimeter of the house. Once the flames were out, officials said fire investigators took a closer look, and they learned that there was a feud between the burnt home's owner and the lady living next door. Investigators noticed a woman had cameras in the area next to her neighbor. Uh, she gave consent for investigators to look at the password-protected recorded footage, and fire officials found pictures of fi- 59-year-old Ann Durham throwing something on fire over her fence into the neighbor's open side door. Uh, it was a stick with a rag or a towel wrapped around it and had some lighter fluid pulled. Well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, she's been charged with second-degree arson and has been booked into the county jail. The burnt house, apparently, and this is unfortunate, but had been home to drug addicts and vagrants. Uh, police and fire crews had uh, been to the house multiple times over the years. So she was taking matters She was taking hand. care of it. I yeah. mean, I, know, I don't know you if can't, I... You can't do that. No, but you can certainly understand what would push someone to yeah, that. Yeah, Durham said that uh, she had lived in her home for 30 years and claims the house was a problem. 
uh, and the only one in the area, and it just happened to be next door to her. When you burn down the meth house next door, take your ring camera and point it away. It's a good idea. Yeah. And that is the bizarre file for you this morning. So we are going to take a break. We will return in a moment, and we'll have a lesson question all set for you. See if you've been paying attention to the show, and we'll also get uh, trash and some music news. So that's coming up next. Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, it's time for today's lesson question. We're going to give away a pair of tickets as MMR Rock Sublime with Rome at Skyline Stage. It's going to be at the Man on Tuesday, July 9th. And let's see, what are we going to go with? How about this? What delicious dessert treat used to be stored in the caverns underneath Marcus Hook? <laughs> we found out these big caverns under Marcus Hook. Yeah, it's an amazing story. Uh, PA, but uh, what delicious treat used to be stored? In the caverns underneath Marcus Hook. 215-263-WMMR. Call right now. Let's see if you know the answer. We're going to do the trash. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by Godshalls. Cook out and eat lighter with Godshalls. Real meat, real wood, smoked turkey, bacon, 80% less fat than pork bacon. And all the rich, smoky flavor. Discover hundreds of recipes at Godshalls.com. What's going on, Steve? Well, Jada Pinkett Smith continuing to up the ante on her Facebook show, Red Table Talk, by revealing to her daughter, Willow, that she once had a threesome. From what we understand, next week's show gets even more out of hand when Jada admits to pleasuring herself with a frozen mackerel. Whoa. Matt Lauer was excised out of a video montage highlighting the past 20 years of the Today Show on Thursday. Lauer, who was fired for sexual misconduct, was digitally replaced by a startled chipmunk. He's that old footage. Bum, bum, and, fi- and finally, basketball wife stunner Evelyn Lozada saying she would consider going on a date with Rob Kardashian after a flirty tweet exchange last week. Lozada says she believes there are many layers to Rob, with most of them probably containing cookie dough. Yeah. <laughs> That's your Hollywood trash. All righty, to the phones we go. We'll see if we can get an answer to this question, which delicious dessert treat used to be stored in the caverns underneath Marcus Hook. And we are going to go to Mike and see if we can get the answer. Hey, Mike, how you doing, man? Hey, Preston Gadzooks. Gadzooks, bud. All right, so which delicious dessert treat used to be stored in the caverns underneath Marcus Hook? That would be Nutella. Nutella. Correct, sir. Hang on a second, Mike. For you, we got tickets as MMR Rock Sublime with Rome at Skyline Stage The Man on Tuesday, July 9th. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. MMR VIPs, you want to head to WMMR.com for another chance to win tickets plus passes to meet the band. Hey, I'd like to point out before we get into music news, uh, we just checked the line, made sure everything is running. Pierre Robert broadcasting live today, New Jersey Motorsports in Millville. 
for our second place winner of the largest donation to the Camp Up for Hunger this past December, uh, the Porsche Club of uh, this vicinity of the Delaware yeah, Valley. Yeah, it's very cool. And so I'm I'm envious. I think that's going to be a really fun time today. I, I know for a fact he's looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah it's going to be a blast. Yeah, Pierre's a car guy. He is. He, he loves cars, believe it or not. Uh, but he's got uh, he's got some fine people, and uh, we we thank the whole gang, Jeff, and everybody involved. Uh, Jeff's the president of the company, so or the uh, uh, the group. Uh, so we'll be checking him up here in a little bit, and uh, we'll see how things are going to go. In the meantime, we're going to do music news. Now, Preston and Steve's music news on ninety three three WMMR. Brought to you by Rita's Water Ice. Rita's introduces their most magical flavor ever, the d- delicious new Unicorn Italian Ice. Only at Rita's and Unicorns, they're real and delicious. Get it now before it disappears. We're going to start with this. Yesterday, David Gilmore of Pink Floyd fame raised over $21 million for charity with the auction of his collection of guitars in New York via Christie's Auction House. It's staggering. It's amazing. Gilmore's iconic black Stratocaster, his signature instrument, was the final guitar sold. It sold for $3.975 million. So you know this guitar. This guitar has been heard on so many classic Floyd songs. Christie's uh, claimed it to be the highest price that a guitar has sold for at auction ever. I have a couple of audio clips of David Gilmore. This is him. Uh, this is, uh, it says, uh, iconic guitar sold at auction. So let's yeah. find out what it is. Here we go. Well, the Black Strats one that I bought, I think, in 1970 in Manny's in New York. Um, I think it was after we'd been uh, in New Orleans and all our gear had got stolen. And we got most of it back with the guitars we hadn't. So I had to get another guitar. So I went there. And it's it's wild because it's not really a special looking guitar. It's no. the Black Strat, you know, but yeah. it's the one. Do they know you... who bought it? Uh, you know what? I don't. Mm-mm, Richard Marks. Sure. Richard Marks. Yeah. Wow. wow. I thought he was more of a piano player. But yeah, but you know, cool. he, he likes to pluck around. Here are the tracks that uh, that you would know that guitar from. Here's a here's a clip of that. Probably been on more Pink Floyd tracks than any other guitar. It's on Money. It's on Comfortably Numb. It's the solos on Comfortably Numb. Huh. It's on Shine on You Crazy Diamond. The four note bit at the beginning of Shine on the Daddy Ding Thing. So it's it's done the course. Yeah, it's uh, it's iconic. Wow, it's three. Uh, uh, Was it? How much did it sell for? Did you say three point nine? For just shy of four million. Three point nine seven five. All yeah. right. So we have um, we, you know, live in the shadows of the Martin uh, Guitar Factory and the five 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 building and the five 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 building. And and Martin is known for their craftsmanship, and they make beautiful, beautiful guitars. Mm-hmm. I, I have a question about elect, electric guitars. Yes. Um, and how important the craftsmanship of an electric guitar is to the actual sound of it. Because, Very much so. Well, I, I wasn't sure because it, so much of it is, you know, through the distortion and through the amplifiers and all that sort of stuff that, like... Or you take, like, a Les Paul guitar. Right. You know, there's a, 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 a very discernible sound. Would you agree with that, Preston? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah it has to do with the pickups, and but, but it's the layout of it as well. I know when... When Eddie Van Halen was starting to surface as a guitarist and they, they were doing, you know, photos and features of him and his guitar, he would actually cover it up so you couldn't see because he, he built that thing himself. Yeah, he, right, he right, customized right. it and got exactly the way he wanted it. So, yeah, the layout of it uh, is it has a lot to do with its okay. sound, I would imagine. That's why some, if, if your ear is, as, you know, 
fine-tuned as it is, can tell one from another, even if they're plugged in through the same effects. But I, I don't know. I'm not an expert at that stuff. But This this solo in this song is so... Uh, again, oh you, you've always said for years, and I agree wholeheartedly, that, that Gilmore just plays exactly yeah. the right the stuff. Right yeah. But what's amazing to me are is the the distinct sounds that every single guitarist has. Do you know what I mean? For the really good ones, you know, uh, they like distinguish Derek themselves. Trucks, Derek Trucks has his sound. Yeah. Jerry Garcia, Trey Anastasio, Charlie Eddie Van Halen, Billy Ray Cyrus, I'm sure, has his own sound. <laughs> Slash has his own sound, um, you know, and, and I don't know how much of that is... I don't actually know where that comes from. Most of it is their technique. It's Des Moines. Not, it's not the. It's not necessarily the instrument. But uh, hang on a minute. So it's, what's beautiful about that is that is on a technical level is not hard for a guitarist to play. But he came up with that, yeah, and they're the perfect notes it's played perfectly. Perfect. Yeah. It actually will make you cry, that solo. Yeah, it can. Uh, so the his earning of t- over $21 million for the 127 guitars was donated to uh, full, uh, in full to what's called Client Earth. And they describe itself as a charity that uses the power of the law to protect the planet and the people who live on it. Uh, it says we are lawyers and environmental experts who are fighting against climate change and to protect nature and the environment. So that's they, they used to be known as the Clown College in Sarasota, Florida, Preston. Changed gears and they changed their mission statement a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So wow, that's huge. Rush has just released a one-minute trailer to its upcoming theatrical release, Rush Cinema Strangiato, 2019. Uh, the movie takes its name from the band's 1978 Hemisphere's track, La Via Strangiato, which I've always called La Via Strangiato, but the band calls it La Villa Strangiato. Really? Yeah. Uh, so who's right? Well, I'd say they're right. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, and it <laughs> compiles live sound check and concert footage of the band from its 2015 R40 40th anniversary tour, which was their farewell tour, uh, along with unseen footage of uh, Getty, Alex, and Neil, Rush Cinema Strangiato, uh, features new interviews with producer uh, Nick Reskolnjek, um, Billy Corrigan, Tom Morello, Taylor Hawkins from Foo Fighters, and more. And it's going to run for one night only, August 21st, for participating theaters. Uh, log on to cinemastrangiato.com. Well, I assume it'll be available at some point on Blu-ray and wherever I would think View so. Masters are sold. Yeah, wherever Rush stuff is yeah. sold. So, uh, And then... We'll do one more story, and we'll wrap it up. This Saturday marks one-year anniversary of the passing of Pantera and Hell Yeah drummer Vinnie Paul Abbott. Um, Vinnie Paul, as he's known. Uh, he died at the age of 54 in his sleep at his home in Las Vegas. The official cause of death was dilated cardiomyopathy, myopathy, I'm sorry, uh, which is an enlarged heart, as well as severe coronary artery disease. He was buried on June 30th uh, next to his brother, uh, guitarist Dimebag Daryl Abbott, of course, and their mother, Carolyn, at uh, Moore Memorial Garden C- uh, Cemetery in Arlington, Texas. He was laid to rest in a custom kiss casket, if you remember. Uh, yes, that's right. Which was provided by uh, Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley as a gift to Vinny's family. Attendees included original guitarist Ace Freely of Kiss, uh, Disturbs David Draymond, Nickelback's Chad Kroger, Anthrax's Charlie Benante, Fozzie's Chris Jericho and Rough Cuts Paul 
Shortino. So We'd like to present this to the family as a gift for $1,000. <laughs> Wait, that's not how gifts work, Gene. They uh, generally... Agree to disagree. <laughs> Gene's always going to be Gene. He's a little bit of business and everything. Agreed. You're saving money on that thing. I mean, yeah. if you think about it. That's right. Yeah. A gift. Consider it a gift. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Make the check out to Gene Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And we'll just, uh, God rest his soul. Yeah. Paul. Okay. All right. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second and we will get the letter of the day for the word of the week prize and we'll give it away and check him up here when we return. Stay there. President Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. No rain. Open for that very thing. I'm getting ready to go play in the uh, Hackers versus Cancers charity golf outing today. That's today? It's today, yeah. Wow. Yep. And it's, I'm sure it's going to be cart path only because it's been raining the past couple of days. But uh, some of my neighbors have been putting on this event for years, and it's very, very successful. So um, You MC as well, don't you? I, yeah. yeah. I, they haven't asked me to do it this year, but we'll the see The hell's about that, that about? I'm not sure. I I may not be able to do it anyway because tomorrow is our son's graduation party. How cool! And we got to get all that stuff together. I may not even be able to finish the round today. But anyhow, oh man, hoping that's for no nice. rain. Yeah, that reminds me. I I, I promise a, a shout out to Jim Antez and all of his friends from West Catholic. Uh, it's the Tim Mendek and Jim Snake Antez uh, golf outing that they do every single year. Uh, Jim's father, his late father. Was that known as Snake? Really? All right. mm-hmm. A chart? Yeah. There we go. Usually, guys named Snake have a really big penis. Maybe it might have been. You know, oddly enough, though, all snakes kidding. have small penises. Isn't that weird? Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I, I just thought I'd throw that bone out there to uh, to Jim. <laughs> Literally, His late great dad. Um, all right. Well, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. May I say something quickly? You may. Yeah. Talk about the last night. Beauty on the Marshalloo Mew Two was a huge success. Thanks, Preston. The weather stayed. <laughs> yeah. It was steamy. Worked out for you, though. It worked out. It yeah. really was cool. And I saw we had a big blot around the, uh, the 3 o'clock hour. And I thought, man, I bet you this is going to cut the weather. And it, it really did. Yeah. If you noticed during that hour, the temperature rose and then and then cut. But it was still steamy. But you had uh, some nice breezes come through, though, which was really It was really, really nice good. Too. And then on, on the, the Marshalloo, so we had a great turnout. Thanks to everyone who came out. Thanks to the, the, the staff of the Marshalloo and... Uh, Jake and uh, uh, Jamie and everyone who who uh, participated in getting it done, and they're just so, totally they they donated the the ship and and so much as well. Uh, all the entertainers uh, and you for listening to me repeat the message over and over again. But it, it, I think it was a big success. You guys came out and you, you had a good time, right? I did. It, so, well, it was per- it was a perfect night. I mean, yeah. uh, minus the the traffic jam on the way to get there, but like once I was there. Like what a great environment, and you had like all the like the little circus acts and stuff like that. What was a guy's name Babyface? The Babyface, right? and oh. yes, and there were so many. By the way, I'm going to do a little a video thank you, and all their information can remain up, and I'm going to hit it more because these people donated all their time. Uh, we had a Cameron a catastrophe down there for the first time as well. Who did this contortionist act, which had tennis rackets without the webbing in it, you know, mm-hmm. and she was. Like putting her body through it and all this. I mean, just all this stuff is going on as people were walking around and they were walking around. So you turn around and there'd be a magician like Mike Palladino there. And, and it was just cool. 
Uh, Nick, you had a good time as well. I had so, a great yeah. time. I hope that you continue to do it there every year. Uh, I'm, I was sad that I wasn't able to make it last year. I was really glad I was able to be there last night. It's an awesome party, and uh, um, you should make plans for next year, hopefully around this time, because it's just it was, it was really well run. Uh, Lauren Feldman, who's a, an old friend of the show, worked really hard. She's but great. Steve, you and your wife knocked <laughs> it out of the park. You guys, I, well, I know that it was you. a lot of work, but you guys did a phenomenal job, and everybody that contributed to it deserves praise. But you guys were are the head of all of it, and you, you really did an incredible job. Thank you so much. You know who did a great job? Marissa's friend, who's a tarot card. So, by the way, we had a lot of people. I have to get back to you as well. People offered tarot card services. Thank you, everybody. But uh, Regan did a great job. Pressing. It, was, it looked like a uh, casino. She had. She was reading multiple people. You know, like seven sitting around the table. Oh, and really? It was, it was really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, but I, I know that you really sweat over like all every single minor detail yes, because you want to make do. sure that I have what, a seizure because I wanted to be. I want Claire. I wanted to work and I want Claire to be happy. But you also want to make sure that the people showing up don't feel like they're being fleeced, right? That, yeah, like, exactly. Like, I, if you're going, you're going to take the time as with anything we do. We always want to make sure that when people come out, that they're they're they feel that they're they're getting what they were told they were going to get. And uh, it was really everything you promised and, oh, and, awesome. and more. So I, I hope for for you guys that from the Max Fund that it was a success. Yeah, it seems to be. And again, thank you if you came out. Thank you for your, whatever anybody did to participate and, uh, you know, this last night. Thank you so much. It means the world. And uh, we'll do it again. Preston, you know, your wife, Rochelle, and you work on multiple charities and you know. It's a lot of work. Because we, we do our charities for the show and then we do our separate things. Yeah. God bless anybody who makes this their um, their focus because it's a ton of work. I had no idea yeah. all the details that are uh, that that are coming to play when you put together a charity event for the night because you want to make sure that people have a good time. Look at like Eric Simon, you know, and and everybody oh in production here and, and for a living who put who put on the 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 camp out for hunger. Yeah, for a crying and out loud, barbecue, all that stuff. Yeah. So. Uh, well, cool. I'm happy, and I hope to make it next year. We had oh, something yes. going on that I couldn't get to, no. uh, couldn't get out of. So. No problem. Um, well, thank you. By the way, let's continue that. Thank you to Becky Robinson for being here. She's going to be at Helium Comedy Club uh, tonight. One show tomorrow. Two shows, and thank you to Irish Pub. Yay! Sporting team, WMMR, the Rock and Rollers, and the 2019 Ben to Shore is coming up at the end of July. And uh, check with Casey if you want to get involved with that because he's the point dude on all of it. Yeah, a lot like your charity, with the, which is the Max Fund, which, you know, kind of splinters off to all the other charities. It's, you know, everything for the Ben to the Shore goes to the Families Behind the Badge. Which is awesome. Children's Foundation. But then yeah. that splinters off to a bunch of children's and police, and, and, um, police charities throughout the area. Uh, Irish Pub, by the way, two Walnut Street locations, 20th Street and 12th Street, both in Center City. So thank you guys for being here, Mark. We appreciate that. Uh, let's see if by the power of uh, technology and we, can, we can check in with uh, Pierre Robert, who is at New Jersey Motorsports Park. Hey, Pierre. Good day. Hey, man. How hey. you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. Um, uh, we are here in New Jersey, at New Jersey Motorsports Park in Millville. Before on that, oh my um, God. I, do you think that was, was real? I thought that was real. You I totally that was real too, and I'm standing next to the track. Yeah. That was really real. Watch out! Here it goes. Wow. All right. Okay. There's not quite as loud as those kind of race cars, but there's about 20 Porsches passing me on the straightaway in front of me at this very moment. But they don't have that kind of sound. Uh, it was a great night last night on the Mushalu. I had a, a, a wonderful time, too. And Steve, God, worked so hard on it. So. <laughs> well, thank you, Pierre. The fact that the Grateful Dead was performing 
right across that river, and you took time to come out and and uh, be a part of it. Meant a lot. So, but uh, I'm, I'm very excited for you today with with this. It's 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 a very cool thing because this is another make good on the camp out for hunger. Uh, yeah, one last thing about last yeah. night. It didn't. Uh, we thought it was going to pour. Yes, it didn't yeah. rain on either the deadheads or the Mashaloo heads. So yeah. that was good. <laughs> um, yeah, this is going to be so fun. The uh, Porsche Club has been, you know, as you guys know, a huge contributor to the uh, Camp Out for Hunger. And so the last couple of years, um, the first prize gets a broadcast from Preston and Steve's show. And that's almost always been the Subaru folks and uh, rightly deserved. Um, but it could be anybody next year. It is no, There's no set, um, you know, person that it has to be or club or organization or business. And then uh, the next highest gets a broadcast from me, uh, which um, I wouldn't count as a thrill, but uh, actually it's really fun uh, because the Porsche Club is actually, they didn't invite me to the, select the clubhouse to look at some cars in a garage. They invited me here to Millville at this racing thing, and all these people who have these cars, they have a whole weekend here. They get to take them out on the track and go at ungodly speeds, and apparently they're going to do that with me. Of course uh, they are. At some point, which yeah. will be kind of fun. In fact, I have to go sit in on a class to learn uh, a couple of little details. Uh, they've said they will not allow me to drive, which I think is a good idea. Probably, yes, but you, you, you'll have a blast, uh, absolutely, and they're, 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 they're just really cool guys. No, it's great. They're incredibly cool guys, and uh, they helped us out so much last year. And when at the camp out, when you see the, those line, either like with Jackson's Jeep Club or with uh, the Porsche Club, you just like, Porsche after Porsche after Porsche. It's uh, it's amazing, all loaded with uh, all that food. So really great stuff. Yeah, it should be fun today, man. I'm very envious. Hey, we do need to take care of business with the letter. You ready? Yes. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter S. Sunny. All right, S is sunny. We're hoping for that. Uh, we're going to take the ninth caller and let you take a stab at it. 215-263-WMMR. You should have collected five letters by now. Makes a word. And if you call them with that correct word, you're a des- designated caller to do so. We have a prize on this end for you. Uh, so get on that. So besides uh, riding in cars today around the track, um, you got anything else planned you want to hit, Pierre? Funny you should mention that because I indeed do. Uh, first of all, uh, we will turn to summer at 11.54. So just over an hour from now, we go officially from spring, which technically we're still into summer. So, And the workforce blocks will celebrate with some summer songs. Since we're at the racetrack, we've got to have some driving and cars songs. So a couple of thematic blocks. We've got a block of Rancid because they're in town uh, coming in September. And the show goes on. actually went on sale about... Uh, 10 o'clock, so about 35 minutes ago. That's cool, and I'll have one more pair of rancid ticket, uh, pair of tickets to give away. So a fun day here at the racetrack. Great music for you who aren't with us, but uh, we'll make you feel like you are. Nice. All right, uh, while we're waiting to get our caller on the line, I do want to mention this once again. The President Steve Belly Flop Championship is coming up on Thursday, July 11th, and we need entrants. We need you to uh, submit to be one of our male or females. We're having That's a male right. and female division. It's a battle of the sexes. And ladies, like I said, I just want to make sure I stress this. It's not necessarily, you don't have to be large in size to do this. You can be actually very, very petite and still participate and win. You never know. Winners in years <laughs> past, some have been like 140 pounds. Yep. I mean, it, it, it's presentation. It's the smack. You can do it. 
and he mentions 140 pounds. Those are the the guys. The guys. Yeah. So, ladies, you can be you can be double digits if you want. Uh, but anyhow, top prize for each gender: $500 cash and tickets to see the Rolling Stones as well. Uh, you can go to WMMR.com and get the details. And by the way, as far as spectators go, 21 and over event, absolutely free of charge. Thursday, July 11th, 6, 6 to 8 p.m. at Valley Forge Casino Resort. To the phones we go. We're looking for our designated caller number nine. It's Jason. Hi, Jason. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Jason, do you know the word, sir? Yes, it is John's. Great Mario Andretti. That's right. John's great Mario Andretti. And since you got that right... Jason, we are going to give you Casey's favorite things from Metro by T-Mobile. You get a $100 Fandango card, a $100 gift card to one of Casey's favorite restaurants, a $100 Hand and Stone gift card, and a family four-pack to Maurice Pier. So congratulations, buddy. Awesome. Thank you. You bet. It's going to be a great summer for you. And don't forget to hurry in now to your nearest Metro store and take advantage of the best deal in wireless only at Metro by T-Mobile. See the store for details and terms and conditions. I'll take this moment to thank our sponsors. Preston and Steve Show brought to you today by Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. And the Preston and Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by West Virginia Tourism. It draws you in. It pulls you back. It's pure and unspoiled. West Virginia, almost heaven. And Godshaw's Real Wood Smoked Turkey Bacon. Next week on our program, oh man, a couple of our favorite people are going to be here. Number one, David Harbour. Who is from Stranger Things? Hooper, yeah, who's the uh, the the chief in town? He's going to be in our studio. Our buddy Mike Berbiglia will be in studio, and the very hilarious Brad Williams will be in our studio as well. And there's two potentials. We're not going to tip the hand on just yet that will rock our world on an Adrian's the Med kind of level. Oh, I don't even know there? that. Oh yeah, All right. Kathy's working this. I'm dying to know. Uh, Pierre, have fun. Have a great weekend. Enjoy your time there. All right, man. Thank you. One last thing. A very special guest host for me on Monday. Very special. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, Next week God. is full of surprises. That's exactly. it. Exactly. We are done. AJ Foyt. Rage <laughs> AJ on. Foyt. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you later, gang. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You Line. Hey, what's with this f-ing rain here, huh? What is f-ing Mother Nature? A got a with my fishing trip. Next message. Good morning. Welcome to Friday. This is the weekend. Next message. Hey, the band is playing. Shut the up. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less. I'm Dina Marie, the host of the Twisted Philly podcast. If you enjoy history or ghost stories, true crime tales, legends, or even travel, Twisted Philly has all of it. I'll bring you some of my favorite stories about Philadelphia and Pennsylvania. There's a lot more to us than the Liberty Bell, and some of it is pretty twisted. You can find Twisted Philly at bpodstudios.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.